and good morning, good evening, or, or good afternoon, wherever you are on the planet. Welcome to Out of This World Radio with your host, Ted Marr, broadcasting today with the help of my good friends, Don and Doug, at, um, at BBS Radio out of near Houston, Texas. And I want to thank everyone so much for listening. The purpose of my show is to make this world a much better and happier place. And I know that if we all work together, we can and will um, make this world a better place. As I like to say, this is the sixth or no seventh time people of the humanity has tried to ascend into the fifth dimension on this planet. In the millions of years we've been here here on planet Earth, and we're finally doing it. Sometimes it just takes uh, the impo- the um, the uh, sometimes it just takes a little longer to get things done. But uh, I am so glad that um, we're you're listening today, and and we're going to have a fantastic show. I want to tell everyone uh, with today's show we should have. About 2.4 million listeners, or approximately 26 to 27 percent of the surface population, that this program will eventually reach, along with about 2.1 million listeners off planet, including the um, Pleiadians, the Syrians, the Arcturians, the Andromedans, and many others in the Galactic Alliance li- listening today. The Galactic Alliance is an alliance of, um, of, of many, of 450 million planets, or approximately 7 trillion um, souls. In this one third part of the Milky Way galaxy, and um, it's a long story about them, but there's two main groups. There's them and then there's the what I call the evil ones, the reptilians. Um, But um, uh, we are being helped um, off planet by benevolent extraterrestrials as much as they can. But their hands are tied in many ways um, because this is a free will planet and they have to respect our free will. And but so it's up to us, each one of us to, to make the right decisions to help. Uh, help this planet ascend and humanity ascend into a beautiful new world, which is just waiting for us right now. Mother Earth herself started the ascension process back in 2000, um, September 2016, when she doubled what's called the Schumann residence from 7.8 hertz to 13.8 hertz. And it's gone up, up and away ever since, my friends. And um, so we, we are ascending and um, as as President Kennedy told me two years ago, he said, try to help as many people as possible um, with the ascension process and, and leave uh, no neighbor uh, behind. Um, uh, Out of This World Radio is a nonprofit listener supported show. And so your support is really appreciated uh, on, B- on the BBS website. You can support us for as little as two dollars, ninety nine cents a month, or you can go to my other um uh, uh, website out of this world 1150.com and, and donate whatever you like. It's, it's all appreciated. Um, I also, we also had a fantastic, um, event for the, um, Hopi Indians, Hopi and Navajo Indians in, in our efforts, um, to get clean water, uh, supplies for them. Um, with the help of Leon McLaughlin of the Washington Clean Water Foundation in Seattle, Martha Childress of Sedona Spotlight, Sedona, Arizona, Michiko Hayashi of the Emoto Peace Project and as well as Ernest Towell and, and Vernon Masvayasva of the Hopi, uh, beautiful Hopi Indian tribe. We were, we've been able to raise money to pay for clean water filters so the Hopi can drink and Navajo can drink clean, uh, drink fresh drinking water. Uh, men on the Hopi reservation only live to 44 years and women only live to about 53 years on the Hopi re- reservation uh, due to the bad water supply condition. Uh, a lot of the water has radiation and arsenic in the in the drinking water supplies. But um, thanks to our efforts, hundreds and hundreds of families on the Hopi and Navajo reservations are now drinking clean, fresh drinking water. Uh, we've been working with a manufacturer 
for, uh, for, for manufacturing these clean water filters for the Hopi and Navajo, and they just put them in their homes and they, they get, uh, the filters themselves last for up to 30 years. So we're making a big difference right now. And you can help if you like. For $150, you can, you can help donate to, um, to buy a, a new water filter for the Hopi or Navajo. And for more information, just send me an email and I'll send you all the details. My email is outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com or outofthisworldradio at protonmail.com. Either one will, will get to me. Your help is, is really appreciated. And if you, uh, uh, there's a way it can be tax deductible as well through the Washington Clean Water Foundation. I'm happy to send Anyone, all the details if you'd like to help out. 100% of all monies donated go right to the Hopi and the Navajo for um, uh, for clean water. It's an entirely volunteer event, and it's one of those things where you feel really, really good about. Um, I um, All eyes are, are on this planet uh, regarding our ascension choices and what choices we make to make this world a better place, because believe it or not, even though Earth is out in a part of the universe, which is considered the, 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 the out in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> um, out in the corner of the Milky Way galaxy, uh, what happens here does affect the rest of this solar system um, and the 40 planets in this solar system in all dimensions, as well as the rest of this universe. So um, all eyes are on the Earth right now, and that's why we have so many um, beautiful souls and people as well, uh, off planet, listening to and, and, and watching and waiting to see what we do, what kind of choices we make every day. So your, your decisions do make, and you are important to the future of this planet as well as the future of humanity um, for many generations to come. This is a pivotal moment in human history, and it's also the reason why, perhaps, why uh, the negatives have been uh, attacking us so much. Just uh, I just returned from a... Uh, recent trip to uh, Mount Shasta where I had a fantastic time. I'll be going over that here in about an hour and 20 minutes. Some of the people on my trip, everybody got a healing. Uh, uh, let's see. There were two people who had their hearing restored, um, two people ha who had their eyesight restored as well, uh, several people with severe allergic reaction. The various chemicals and plastics were also completely healed. Um, uh, it's, it's just amazing what the, the kinds of miracles that go on. Even the water at, at Shasta is very, very healthy. It's actually, thanks to our beautiful, uh, Telosian friends in Adama in the hollow earth, the, the water that you get at, in the Shasta, at Shasta is actually contains a high energy, high vibrational, um, mineral, they tell me, that helps, um, cure cancer. And, uh, that's what I've been told. It's very high vibrational. You actually feel sort of, uh, you feel much higher vibration and feel almost giddy when you when you drink it, but it is available. And I take people to springs where this water is uh, available. It's um, what was that story? It was Ponce de Leon back in the 15th or 16th century century Florida, where he found the fountain of youth, and all you had to drink was water. I'm not saying it's the fountain of youth there, but the water is very good for you, and it does has helped a, a lot of people. Um, the negatives are putting up are still putting up a fight, but it's a fight that they cannot win because the, the positives and humanity has God uh, behind our back. And um, she wants us to ascend, as, as President Kennedy um, said a couple of years ago, uh, leave no neighbor behind, because it is our destiny to create a beautiful, happy planet where people live in, in peace and harmony. It was the kind of planet that Dr. Moto, certainly with all his work and many years um, in Japan and around the world and creating a much better and, and happier place. I wanted to tell everyone I have several new books um, coming out. 
The first one of, is my, well, my older book, which is Messages from the Masters. That book contains messages from Albert Einstein, um, uh, President Kennedy, Robert F. Kennedy, Nikolai Tesla, and the Galactics on our, our beautiful, bright future. It was published a couple of years ago, but it's still available. If you'd like a copy, just send me an email to outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com, and I'm happy to send it to you. Um, the other book that came out of, uh, about six or eight months ago was a book called Journey to the Other Side, talking um, to angels and other benevolent beings. Uh, that's a book, a how-to book on how to contact the other side. Myself, I've been in touch with the other side for um, about the last 30 or more years. I've actually been in contact with my uh, Plidian brothers and sisters since 1976 when I was in school at UC Berkeley. Um, but um, it, it contains many decades of, of actual practical experience on how to contact your spirit guides, angels, and the Ascended Masters. If you'd like a copy, I think it's only 20 or $21, not very expensive. And you can write me an email to outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com if, you, if you'd like a copy. I'm working on, um, there's actually a third book as well. It's in German. It's a German translation of messages from the masters with updates in Germany, in German. Uh, if you'd like a copy, uh, please send me an email. I'm happy to send you the publisher's name and address. It's, it's out of, um, published out of Germany by AMRA Publishers. It's a great publisher, publishing company. It's entirely in German for my friends in Österreich, Deutschland, and Schweiz. Um, but you can, you can find it there. My fourth book, which should be done in a month or two with luck will be a book on what we can learn from the Pleiadians and Adama and the Telosians on creating a beautiful new fifth dimensional society. They themselves went through this process many years ago, but um, with the Pleiadians uh, themselves, they went through a, a tremendous civil war where 64 million souls died back 52,000 years ago. That's actually when I came to planet Earth many years ago, and I, uh, with the task of helping this planet ascend as well. I'm getting to the end of my, um, uh, with this ascension, um, my work here on planet Earth will be um, finalized and I will be moving on to, um, to, to resume my life and work with the Pleiadians. But uh, still, there's still lots to do on this planet and um, uh, we are creating a beautiful new planet, a beautiful new Earth, not only for ourselves, but our children and our children's children. But this new book should be available in a couple months. And um, if you'd like a pre-publication copy, just send me an email to outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com. You can also write me at outofthisworldradio at protonmail as well. The, um, the, uh, I also have a spiritual mentoring program where I teach people how to talk to the other side. It's just $25 a week or $100 for a month or um, $500 for six months where I teach everyone uh, everything uh, people I know, everything I know about contacting the other side. A lot of this um, information you don't find in books or on the Internet, but it's rather from practical experience. I grew up in a psychic family where it was normal to talk to the other side and to angels. And so um, one of the things that um, people who passed on tell me all the time, there's no such thing as death. When people die, they simply um, uh, become a, 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 on a, they just, they still exist. Their soul still, ex their soul still exists, of course. They just go into another dimension and they're still very much alive. Um, I also uh, help people um, time travel and do remote viewing. If you are interested in time travel, it's not that hard to do. If you know how to do it, I guess you could say the same thing about brain surgery too. 
<laughs> brain surgery probably is not that hard to do if you know what to do. Um, but um, I also teach people, again, time travel and remote viewing. And I have gone into the future quite a bit um, um, and seen what, what's going to happen. Um, uh, I'll be giving some predictions um, based upon what I've seen in just a few minutes. Um, the, the, um, I want everyone to know not to get caught up too much on the day-to-day -day, um, day -day, uh, stresses of life. Um, please know that we are getting help from the Supreme Being, the, the, uh, the Creator, uh, who created all that there is on this planet. And we're also getting a lot of help from the Galactic Alliance. Um, the Galactic Alliance is uh, an alliance of, um, uh, like I said, uh, 7 trillion entities, 450 million planets. They are mostly human and are anywhere between 50 and 100,000 Earth years ahead of us here on this planet from a technological perspective and between 30 and 50,000 years um, ahead of us spiritually. Um, getting a lot of, I'm gonna have to shut this phone off just because I I don't know, I'm getting a lot of, uh, that's okay. Um, but um, so they're able to help us in a, in a great extent. The other negatives uh, extraterrestrials here on this planet are the, are the reptilians, and they are only about 10 to 12,000 years ahead of us technologically with no spiritual advancement whatsoever because they, they feel like they are God. They are um, better than God, and, um, and they look at humans as a food source to be exploited um, uh, and in some cases eaten, and, and they do drink our adrenal crumb. Um, they're bad news um, for humanity. Uh, unfortunately, the U.S. government and other governments as well have been in, in contact and collaboration with these bad boys and girls for uh, decades now ever since President Eisenhower signed an agreement, which I consider illegal, called the Mer uh, Agreement of Merida in March of 54. Uh, the agreement specified that in exchange for uh, technology from the reptilians to fight the, so the then Soviet Union uh, at the time, that they would be allowed to so-called abduct and study us here on the planet. Unfortunately, abducting and study us actually were code words for taking over the planet, which they've been trying to do now since the 1950s. Um, people should be aware of this um, and know that a lot of the bad decisions made by governments here around the planet are not actually made by humans. They are actually made by this by this reptilian negative race who want to control us and um, destroy, ultimately destroy us. There's been a battle going on for control of planet Earth now for millions of years. And but we are the good news is that we are at the end of this um, end of a, of a dark age, a cycle, if you will, and they're preparing now to enter into a brand new cycle where um, we will truly live in a, in a planet of paradise and people will be um, totally happy. <clears throat> I want to tell people I have um, new classes at uh, Omniversity in Vancouver, Canada with Alfred Weber. The website is www.omniversity.info. Uh, my classes, I've got six or seven classes currently ongoing there. Now you can register and sign up at, at that website. The cost is minimal. I think it's 10 to $20 a class. It talks about um, um, talking how to talk to um, angels and benevolent extraterrestrials, time travel, remote viewing, as well as uh, reading minds and other uh, spiritual topics as part of uh, um, uh, Alfred Weber's new uh, university. I hope you like it. And um uh, Please sign up if you like. If you have any questions, please send me an email to outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com. 
The, um, in 1996, there was a uh, meeting of the Galactics. Alfred, um, uh, Alex Collier, Collier told me all about it here years ago. And it was a very interesting meeting because um, the issue that the, the, some of the um, some of the uh, uh, some of the uh, souls in the Galactic Alliance did not want to help humanity. They said they don't have respect for themselves. They're bent on war, <coughs> and we were on <coughs> a possible pass to destruction back then. Um, but the, there was a vote of the Galactics, and they voted to help us, and I'm glad they did especially when they discovered that there were uh, numerous souls from the higher dimensions, from the fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, and even ninth uh, and tenth dimensional um, uh, souls and entities trapped here on planet Earth. This, this, is, this planet, as Alex Collier has, liked us, has said in the past, is a prison planet. And for some, it is a prison planet where people have been trapped, karmically trapped for many years, unable to ascend or able to to get off where we kind of run around in like a, a, a rabbit's cage when they go a squirrel's cage went over and over and over again. But um, so they have, they have helped as much as they can, but again, they are limited in the sense that this is a free will planet and we have to take responsibility for our actions as a free will people, as a free people. And that's very, very important. And if anybody out there tries to control you, whether that be a government or a corrupt corporation, um, uh, stand up for your rights because this is um, this is a, a very special and important planet because you don't you have the freedom here that you don't have on other planets. Uh, perhaps this is one reason why the negatives have been working as hard as they have to destroy the United States. Um, the United States was founded on the basis of freedom and principles in, in, in contained in our Constitution, especially freedom of speech, freedom of the right of assembly right to worship, um, lots of things, good things in the, in the Constitution and our, our Bill of Rights. And um, especially with the right of freedom of speech, um, these high-tech companies have absolutely no legal right to restrict what we say, how we say it, as long as we're not, of course, hurting anyone else. And I can understand that. But uh, as far as every, anything else goes, uh, we have an obligation and a duty, I think, to protect this freedom of speech or else we simply will not ascend. In our voting systems here in the United States, um, much of it is corrupt um, and controlled as well. So we have to. But but things are good. Things are happening now. People are I know there's a lot of really good people and organizations working hard every day to restore our country to the democracy that it should be as well as our our, our freedom of speech. Um I do, uh, in addition to BBS, BBS is wonderful. I love being here. Don and Doug are such fantastic people. But I'm also on other social media channels as well, including CloudHub, C-L-O-U-T-H-U-B, uh, BitChute, uh, Brighteon, Telegram, and several other social media channels. So if you like using those platforms, just look look under Ted Marr, M-A-H-R, out of This World Radio, and you'll find me there as well. But all my shows are on, on BBS as well as my website at www.outofthisworld1150.com. The, um, I wanted to tell you briefly before we start our, our get next guest in about seven minutes, uh, from Colleen Marshall of Planetary Activation Organization. Wonderful group. They'll be on in a few minutes that I have done some time travel recently and, um, the stuff is starting to hit the fan, my friends, so to speak. And I look at Biden being gone within two months. This will be followed by uh, Justin Trudeau being gone within a month of Biden's departure in about three months. 
So this will follow, this will um, set off a domino effect around the world where many of the world's corrupt leaders, especially those in Australia, New Zealand, and in other countries, and Japan will be gone <clears throat> because the voice of the people will finally be heard. You probably haven't heard this in the in mass media, if you listen to mass media, but the judge, judge, Dutch government just resigned over the, uh, yesterday, I believe, over the uh, conflict over the food supplies and the farmers in Holland. And that's a victory for the people, not only of Holland, but of Europe and also the entire world, because they're trying to control the food supply to force us into a communist socialist state where all of our freedoms will be gone and will be treated like slaves. Um, this is a very important victory for the people of the world. And I'm looking forward to the day soon when um, the, the current corrupt governments in the United States, Canada and many other countries are finally um, gotten rid of in a peaceful way. <clears throat> because the people deserve to be treated better than they are currently now. Um, the other thing, too, I wanted to help people is that there's a lot of work associated with this program. I have a huge worldwide audience and an audience off-planet as well. A lot of it I do by myself. I do get some help, but I'm looking for a part-time or full-time um, uh, person to help me with um, with with the, um, the specifics of uh, loading up the shows on the computers and and publicizing um, my work. If you'd like to help, I can. There's some money or raised too. I can I can use to pay for your services. Just send me an email to <coughs> out of this world 1150 at gmail.com, or you can write me at out of this world uh, radio at protonmail.com. Your 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 help would really be appreciated. It's a lot of work to do one of these shows. I've been doing this now for getting on close to 10 years, and uh, I would appreciate some help. Any help you might provide would be would be great. Um, on today's show, quickly, I'll be going, uh, having um, uh, Colleen Marshall coming on in just a few minutes. She'll be on at 10.30 a.m., and I can't wait to have her on in, in just about uh, five five minutes. Um, I, I, I know that people are out there, a lot of people are out there are having a tough time with the economy, um, and um, perhaps they've been ill or, or sick. Um, I, I want to let everybody know that good times are ahead of us. And things are, are getting better, even though it may not be, seem to be that case, but they are. And we are getting a lot of help from, from off-planet as well. And um, I want to thank everyone so much for their beautiful support. I started this show 10 years ago on the advice of angels to uh, start my own radio show and uh, start writing books. And so that's what I've been done. I was contacted by two homeless people in Seattle. Um, uh, they, were both, um, they were both angels, and I want to thank them so much. I don't know their names. They came out of the blue when I was um, when I was at a library in Seattle, and uh, they said, "Ted, you need to start your own radio program and start writing books." And that was ten years ago. And I want to thank them so much and my angels for all their fantastic help. I also, of course, want to thank the Pleiadians, the Arcturians, um, uh, the, the Syrians, um, the Galactic Alliance, and all, and of course Adama and the beautiful people of Hollow Earth and Ashtar, the Ashtar Command, for all their fantastic help today. All right, great. Well, we've got several people now in the um, in the waiting room. Let's see, we can uh, bring them in. Oh, good. Okay, Miles and Colleen from um, the PAO are here. Um, hello, my friends. Are you there? I'll let them connect up here. Miles, can you hear me? Okay. 
Okay, we'll see if we can get them on. Colleen, are you there? Just connecting to audio. Great. Hi. Hi, my friends. How are you doing? Can you hear me okay? Okay. Um, we're not hearing you. Um, let's see here. Okay. We'll get you, we'll get you on here. Okay. How's that? Okay. That's great. That's great, Miles. Welcome to the program. I'm so yeah, glad nice, you're here today. Nice to meet you. I've seen your pictures. Now I get to hear you and talk to you. That's <laughs> wonderful. Well, thank you. Thank you. This is my favorite backdrop. It's a, uh, uh, it's a, it's a blanket from, um, from Machu Picchu. Oh. And, and uh, Machu Picchu, the Inca civilization actually came from Atlantis, and the group of uh, the group of people in Atlantis were called the Incal, I-N-C-A-A-L. Wow. And when Atlantis exploded, uh, they they you know blew it up. They were able to escape to Peru, and uh, they eventually became the Incas, I-N-C-A-L. Wow. I've had I've had a life there before, at least one, and I also have a brother there as well on the other side. And every time I go to Peru, he always likes to show me around. It's always great to reconnect with them. Um, before the Atlanteans destroyed much of the planet 12,500 years ago, the earth was connected in a way that um, um, we're just approaching now in terms of civilizations and advanced technology. But anyway, it's so good to have you here today. And uh, let's see if we can bring in Colleen as well. Um, ask her to un unmute there. Um, we'll, we'll get her on. I want to, I, I, I'm so, thank you so much for coming on today, Miles. Um, would you like to tell a little bit about your background? Uh, sure. Um, for many years, uh, there's Colleen. Hello, Colleen. Hello. We haven't started yet, have we? Yeah, we have actually. Mm -hmm. Oh, hello, everyone. Yeah. yeah, I decided to 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 start at three minutes early since you were here. So um, anyway, Colleen. But uh, uh, Miles, I'll go to you first. You can tell a little bit about your background, and then I'll go to Colleen. Okay. Next. Well, um, the first time I heard about something to do with higher consciousness, my mother told me when I was a boy, she said, I think Christ is a spaceman. <laughs> really? Yeah. How amazing. Yeah. And, and, and I, when I think back on that moment, I thought, wow, she kind of woke me up. It was kind of like the the sort of defining moment in my youth when something happened to trigger some form of higher consciousness in me. So as I became a bit uh, older and uh, became more interested in uh, metaphysical things, I started reading books about Sufism and uh, esoteric philosophy and that sort of thing. And then many years later, I was at a friend's place uh, on a music session because I'm a saxophone player and I went down there to play music with my friend in LA. I'm, I, I live in Vancouver, Canada. Mm -hmm. and, and, Beautiful uh, city. There was a book on his uh, bed that he left for me while he was giving piano lessons so I wouldn't be bored waiting for him. And it was called Bringers of the Dawn by Barbara Marciniak. Oh, right. Yeah. Right so I read, I read that book and I said wow I'd never heard of channeling before like that was something new for me like being into esoteric books and what have you Gurdjieff and different people like that mm -hmm. wow this is something interesting so after I came back from my trip to LA I went to a metaphysical bookstore 
And uh, there was this book that almost fell off the shelf called You Are Becoming a Galactic Human. I read that book many years ago. I told Colleen about it. I thought it was just fascinating. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, I found it at uh, okay, so yeah, I found it, it at Berkeley in Berkeley. Yeah, go ahead. I yeah. read the book six times, got, <laughs> six got times. the flu really badly and had never had a sickness quite like that. It was almost like the book triggered some kind of purging in me. Right. And then um, I wanted more. So I went to the website to see what the what that version of the planetary activation organization was all about. And the material on the website was a year old. Hmm. So I said, oh, my goodness, we got to do better than this. And then shortly after that, a friend of mine was in Bellingham, Washington, and he went to the men's room and saw a poster on his way saying, uh, you are becoming a galactic human. And it turned out that Sheldon Nidal had been there and it by, he by accident went to visit with him as he did a house uh, kind of speech and he, wow. he gave it to me. So, huh, the universe is really pointing me in this direction. I got to go. Yeah, really. And yeah. so um, eventually what happened was I contacted the people at the, version of the PAO at the time. And I said, you need somebody to do your website. Can I do it for you? And that's how I got involved with Sheldon Nidal and the Planetary Activation Organization. How and wonderful. What a great story. I love those stories like that. Um, uh, my friend Albert Einstein has told me many times before, God doesn't play with dice. And we live in a deterministic universe where yeah. things happen for a reason. And, and, um, for example, uh, Miles, hope you don't mind asking. Are are you on? Um, are you out? Are you within this solar system right now? Uh, what planet are you on? Are you on Jupiter uh, or <laughs> Neptune? I heard that the fishing's good on Neptune, by the way. Just curious, but um, well, uh, as a graphic designer, uh, this image behind me kind of resonated and it had an energy that I felt would be suitable for your program. So I had to go with it. And uh, that's this, <laughs> that's the long and short of it, but I Great. feel it's time for Colleen to talk because she's the heart Absolutely. of the PAO and I don't want to be the rain on her parade anymore. <laughs> no, 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 no. We all work together <laughs> on this. Colleen, it's so nice to time see you. Time for everybody. Hello. <laughs> we always start with Salama Ja, which is Syrian for be and joy. Wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> so you want to know, <laughs> you want to know how I got started with uh, yes, please. Planetary mm -hmm. activation. What, did, what, what was the first thought when you came out of your mother's womb? And did, <laughs> did, <laughs> where am I? <laughs> <laughs> am I in the right Should planet? I go back? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think at first I was happy to be here, but <laughs> I think it came later where I went. What? <laughs> <laughs> this isn't what I what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, uh, in uh, yeah, in 93, I had kind of like a what we call a dramatic wake up. So um, one morning I woke up. It was a Saturday. I was working corporate. You know, I wore the high heels and had the nails done and all that. And and. Mm -hmm. um, I woke up one Saturday morning and I heard this voice, go to a metaphysical bookstore. And I thought, hmm, I must have been dreaming. And I dismissed it. The next Saturday, 
go to a metaphysical bookstore, much louder and, and but friendly, <laughs> but <laughs> determined. Yeah. I went, hmm, I'm not dreaming this time. So I went, yeah. I said, where, where is one? So I go to one and I'm like, what am I doing here? I mean, sure. Have I been in one before? Sure. To look at all the beautiful gemstones, but not really t- to read all the metaphysical books. So I, I go there and there's this one lady there and her name was Barbara Light and she became my first teacher and she was offering uh, a class on women who run with wolves, that book. Uh-huh. And I went, oh, okay, this I can understand, this Pleiadian. And I couldn't even, I didn't even know how to say Pleiadian. I'm seeing all these different books. I'm like, I don't resonate. I don't know what this is. Oh, this is American folklore. I can resonate with that. So I go to her class and it was just, two of us and her and uh, the owner of the bookstore. So just four of us. And so they started teaching me about just open the book and that's the message for you. And lo and behold, it really works that way. And, uh, you know, like let's howl with the wolves. Now I went, Oh my gosh, what have I gotten myself into? So I'm trying to howl with the wolves and I'm coughing and they go, Oh, that's just your throat chakra. Well, that's new to me. What's the throat? I've heard of chakras, but I don't know what they are. Mm -hmm. So um, that was my first experience of that. And then after a few weeks, she said, you're on the fast track. You should come to my meditation night every Tuesday. Mm -hmm. So I started doing that for about three months. Then one day I showed up and there were 40 people in her living room and Sheldon Nidal and his wife at the time, Miriam, were there to talk about the photon belt and the Galactic Federation and Ascension. And I'm like, well, what have I gotten myself into now? Because everything's so new that, but yet I knew I was supposed to be there. Right. And I trusted that part. Right. So then while Sheldon's talking about the photon belt is in 93, before he even wrote the book, then he <laughs> and Miriam, the whole room disappears and it's just the three of us making a triangle I mean, this is my experience. Everybody was still there, but my experience is uh, they all disappeared and it was just three of us and my head opened up and light codes came in. Of course, I didn't know that word yet, but the next day when I called Barbara Light, I said, all these geometric signs came in and colors and she goes, oh, those are light codes. And I said, now I know stuff. I never knew the day before or later I I found out I remember stuff. (laughs) it wasn't new information. It was just unlocking the old information that we all have in our DNA. And uh, so that started my time with Sheldon and Miriam and Miriam and I became really good friends and we did everything together. And um, then she uh, moved uh, to Mount Shasta and she said, I'm taking the only car we have. So you have to, if you don't mind, taking Sheldon around every once in a while. I said, sure. So then we're on the way to a meditation and it's going to be an hour drive with Sheldon Nidal. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what are we going to talk about? Because even though I knew Sheldon, I didn't, I wasn't real friendly with him. And son of a gun, we just got along famously. We got lost. We laughed. We, you know, it was just a wonderful time. And that started our friendship. And um, 
Then he started the Galactic Federation, uh, I mean, the uh, Planetary Activation Organization in 97. And uh, Miles came on board then from the very beginning, and so did I. And here we are today. Great. That's fantastic. So you've been, you, the organization's been going now for what, uh, 30, 40 years, right? 30, yeah. 30 Sheldon years. That's fantastic. That, but planetary mm-hmm. activation, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, where is Sheldon today? How and how is he doing? Well, um, in 2011, March 17th, I'll never forget. March 17th, 2011, Sheldon got hit with a direct energy weapon, mm-hmm. and uh, that started his downward spiral. Um, that day, we didn't know what happened. He had just finished a uh, webinar, a free webinar on star seeds. What are star seeds? Mm-hmm. And I walked into the room to congratulate him <clears throat> on a good one. Mm-hmm. And then he started to stand up and then he fell over and he was so dizzy. And so I, we brought him to bed. It took us three months to get him back to work and to not be so dizzy. But from that day forward, he was always so dizzy and his blood pressure was so high, no matter what we tried, nothing yeah. worked. And uh, that was starting the downhill because pretty soon he couldn't exercise because you're dizzy and everything. But he kept working, that man. <laughs> he, mm-hmm. He's so dedicated, even to this day, I'm mm-hmm. sure. So then in 2017, he got hit with a direct energy weapon again. And we went into the hospital and um, we found out. It was interesting, though, that first one, we didn't know. We just saw he got vertigo for some reason. Mm-hmm. And then the Galactic Federation, they're really interesting with me and him. Uh, we have to ask the question, then they'll tell us, you know, but if we don't ask the question, they just don't come and say, oh, by the way, you got hit with a direct energy weapon. Right. He had to go to them and then they go, oh, yes, you did. And this is what happened. And this is what you need to do. So it's really interesting that I got an email from somebody in Florida, um, New York, Australia and um, England, London. And all of them said, no, we follow these things. And Sheldon got hit with a direct energy weapon. And I'm like, what? What is that? Because in 2011, I really didn't know yet. <laughs> and uh, so then I found out and that 12 other people, or he was one of 12 that all got hit on the same day. And we know two of the other men. And both of them went to the hospital. Sheldon did not. I took care of him. And within a year, they both died. I don't know about who the others were, but anyway, so that was pretty traumatic. But, um, you know, Sheldon and I were never fearful. We just kept on with our mission always. Is he still alive? Yes, he is. But now he's in a, um, a, in a home because I couldn't take care of him anymore. He doesn't walk. And Okay. Um, don't mention the location, but which uh, state? Is he on the West Coast? California, yeah. Okay. Um we should discuss this off air after the show, but would he, would he be interested in the healing? Um, yeah, we can talk after the show. I can help arrange that if you like. We'll I talk about it after the show. Yes, I would love that, Ted. Yay. Okay. I myself have had two, over two dozen death threats on me in the last couple of years. I know where they come from. Uh, one of them is from Simon Parks in England. Um, I was recently at Shasta and I had threats on my life there as well from parks. Um, but we can talk about it afterwards, but I am able to get help. <clears throat> and, um, uh, Sheldon can get help too if he wants it. It's a free will planet. He has to ask for it, but I can help arrange it. Great. Cool. I can get him, I can get him help. They said they'd help him. So 
but have to ask. This is a free will planet, so yeah. um, you you have to you have to be as careful. With, but also, you have to be careful what you ask for because you might get, might get it. So. That's true too. <laughs> you have to be very conscious of our thoughts, words, and deeds. Well, I commend both of you for working as long as you have in in this field to help the the planet ascend. I mean, that's 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 great. You know, my other guest today, a little later on the show. You probably know her. her name's Vicki of Cosmic Awareness Organization, Olympia, Washington. She's mm-hmm. been working along with her first husband. He's passed, but she's continued to work since 19, what is it? God, it goes way back to the, the mid-70s, early, uh, mid to late 70s um, with uh, the same kind of work you do, actually. Um, but, um, you know, you, you, uh, so you're doing fantastic work. Well, tell me. Tell me, my friends, Miles and Colleen, what do you see happening the rest of the year or, or next year? I mean, you just, I, I know we're ascending and, and uh, you guys help lay the groundwork for this ascension right now. But what kinds of things do you, do, you see, do, you, do you see happening here on the planet? One of the things that I can't help notice is that the information war that's going on uh, makes you wonder how desperate the people who are spreading the narrative are feeling because uh, it's becoming much more pronounced, more blatant. It's almost like they don't care anymore. It's like a cornered animal. And so to me, I see that as a sign that when you see desperation and panic, it's a sign that the truth is getting closer to being exposed in in a bigger way. And I, I noticed, for example, that some people I know who had no c- clue about what was going on are starting to ask questions. And uh, so um, it makes me feel like there's some form of hope, like this is kind of like an evolutionary moment for mankind. And it's like we have to go through this moment because it's kind of like a, a galactic sore that's festering and 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 it's kind of like a detoxing of humanity and so we're detoxing right now Mm -hmm. uh and eventually when enough of the detoxification happens i think more people will wake up and the shift of some kind will be able to take place for a better reality for us have you experienced uh, any censorship in your work (laughs) <laughs> do birds fly do we breathe air <laughs> exactly <laughs> i think i know the answer to that oh but yeah it, like everyone you know uh yeah. Yeah. it's hard to uh maintain your your group list because they just unsubscribe people all over the place or you know stop your youtube right. or whatever um we're not on social media very much we're just gonna start <laughs> Every day I say I'm going to start creating my social media platform. But, um, yeah, yeah, we're in censorship, of course. Right. I've experienced censorship myself, but I am getting some good congressional help. And there are some represent House representatives, especially, and senators who can help you if you do experience that. We can discuss this off air again. Oh, okay. But um, I've reached out and I'm getting some help on censorship issues. Um, I'd rather not discuss it on the air, but we can discuss it off air later. Um, Ted, uh, given that there's got to be an equal amount of light and people who are fighting the, the dark forces of information, 
do you feel I'm right in my assessment that they don't want people to know who they are because they don't want to give away it's like a poker game nobody wants to see the whole card they have to keep it uh in the background and then one day just wham there's going to be a big uh happening of some kind i think i think i think that's very true and they like to operate in the dark certainly uh it goes much far beyond our so-called political leaders um, as to who the real controllers are. And it reaches up into an alien species, the reptilians, and if you, archons, you name it, there's a whole bunch of them out there. And they're really the ones pulling the strings. If you took them away you, and you just had humans left, things would be a lot better. This stems from a, 19, a March 1954 agreement, of course, that President Eisenhower signed illegally with the uh, reptiles that in exchange for some of their technology to fight the Soviets at the time that they would be allowed to abduct and study us. And since that time, it's just been a mess because they, the, these negative entities feed off Lewish, the negativity. That's what they, they, they love war. They love fighting. They love disharmony. And that's what they like to uh, propagate here on the planet. But just left to our own, I think we, we would do just fine. And that's coming because I think a lot of, as the Vibrations of planet Earth go higher and higher. The negatives are not going to be allowed here because the vibrations will become uh, too high for them. And that's a good thing. Um, and slowly but surely, they're getting pushed off the planet. So, and that's a good thing. And um, I keep plugging along. Uh, I do ask for help and protection every day, and I do get it. Um, like I've said, I've had numerous death threats on me in the last couple of years. So I know where they come from. And... Um, uh, at any rate, um, um, yeah, but uh, just be rain strong. You know, it's not easy on this planet. And as Adama has told me, he's the spiritual head of, uh, of, of, uh, Telos underneath Mount Shasta. Just, uh, remain strong. Well, you know, we will help you, but you have to ask for it. So, yeah. um, you know, you have to ask for it. But the other thing too is that they will not let us commit suicide with a nuclear war. Uh, or even this, uh, the, the so-called uh, COVID nonsense. Um, that actually was engineered in a biolab, started in the United States, was brought to China for further propagation and development. And then there were special forces, I'm told, and you, you probably know about this from the Galactic Alliance who went in and they, they took out, eviscerated the worst parts of the, um, of the COVID um, so that it wouldn't kill humanity. Um, so um, we are getting help. I know the Pleiadians have been bombarding the planet with high energy, positive vibrations now since November 2018. And um, they have, gosh, I've lost count how many ships and drones they have around the planet right now. They've all been bombarding millions of drones and, and ships, bombarding the planet with high energy, you know, waves of, of, of good energy and, and love and light to raise our consciousness and help us make the right decisions regarding our future and help people heal too. A lot of people have been damaged the last couple of years, but they are getting help, you know? And so don't think, don't ever think that you're alone. And um, yeah, but there's good help coming and it's here. You just have to ask for it like, like everything else. And you know, you're both of you, Miles and Colleen, you're like the Marines going to a planet <laughs> where no one has gone before, like on Star Trek, and um, you're 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 turning this ship around and making it a better place. This is the furthest and farthest we've ever come for the ascension, right now. And um, normally it takes up to two hundred thousand years for a planet to go from 
third density to fourth and then fourth to fifth. Well, we're doing it in a couple of years. No wonder we're tired. No matter how many gallons of coffee you drink, you're still tired, but that's because your, your, your cells are adjusting to this new higher frequency. Right. Yeah. Which is, which is good, you know? So, um, as I drink another cup, <laughs> you ask what, what I think will, will be happening. And I'm very optimistic for this next 12 months, actually. Um, yeah. Things like uh, the, as far as the United States go, IRS is being looked at in Congress. I mean, that's unheard of as it, it, as it is. So you know that right. they're priming us for that to go away. And um, I believe mm-hmm. this is, you asked for personal opinions, and I believe that by the end of this year or the first quarter of next year, we're going to be in a completely different uh, environment. Uh, well, I don't think we'll be in the fifth dimension yet, but we're going to start our freedom. Nasara will come in. Now, Nasara, National Economic Security and Ref- um, Reformation Act, um, and then Gasara. Well, here's a funny story. So one day... Um, you know, Sheldon introduced Nasara back in 2000 to the metaphysical community. Um, he wasn't the only one, but he was one of the few that mm-hmm. actually uh, explained it and uh, introduced it to everyone. And so we were getting constantly emails, and that's my job is to answer the emails. What about the rest of the world? You know, you only talk about Nasara, the national, the United States. So I said to Sheldon, you know what? Why don't you go to the Galactic Council and ask them if we can say Nasara leads to Gusara, meaning Global Economic Stabilization and Reformation Act. And so he did, and we got permission. And so we're the ones who created Gusara. Cool. That's wonderful. That is wonderful. Yeah. That's wonderful. Because, it, and it's not that a lot of people go, Gasara, there's no law. We never said there was a law. We said it would lead to sure. global, right. you know, right. anyway, right. but then it's, it's taken on a life of its own, hasn't it? No, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. It's like uh, Bill Murray's uh, uh, Baby Steps movie years ago, a comedy where you take little baby steps leading to a bigger, a bigger outcome. Uh, Miles, what's your perspective on this, my friend? I like to use my own experience sometimes to see how I'm personally affected by things. Mm-hmm. I can't help but notice that the amount of what people would call coincidences, amazing things that happen that you want to have happen, but wish they would happen more frequently would happen. Well, they are. So like in just our daily lives, like I, I can't help but notice that People I want to see because I don't feel like phoning them show up at my doorstep because I live in a condo. So I see them in the lobby or I needed to get a new fridge and the person two suites below us with an identical suite got a fridge with a very tight fitting place in our kitchen to fit. He showed me what he got. We got it. We didn't have to go through all the hassle of figuring it out. Little things like that. Uh, we're walking around and buying our groceries and things. People keep saying, why are you guys so happy? We see a light coming from you guys. We've mm-hmm. noticed that there's some, somehow our frequencies are shining on people. This has right. never happened to such an extent before. So by noticing that, I'm less fear 
reticle about the future and I'm living in the moment and I'm measuring our future and our success by how I, how things happen to me in the moment. That's what's important to me. I, I have to I have to ask you this question. Are you located up near Vancouver, uh, BC? Yes. Okay. What's what's the city like nowadays? Is it? Uh, I'm asking that because um, Seattle, Portland, San Francisco. I don't know about LA, uh, um, but those the downtown areas largely are dead. Thanks to all this, the shutdowns and everything. Just curious what Vancouver's it's like. It's not like that here. Okay. But on the on the east side of Vancouver, homelessness is rampant mm. and open um, users of what have you, uh, tents going up on the sidewalks in front of businesses on the east side, and they're not doing anything about it. And where mm. I live, all of a sudden, all these monolithic high rise buildings are going up. It's like and 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 really expensive and i'm thinking well okay there's homelessness on one side of the coin why are all these high rises going up that only the very elite can afford to buy what is the reason for that why are they doing that all of a sudden in such a rap rapid sequence mm -hmm. this mm -hmm. puzzles me about the city interesting well vancouver is a beautiful town i used to go up there all the time got a lot of friends there I uh, haven't been there in years, thanks to the shutdowns, but um, just was curious. Um, well, as I sit here, I can turn to my right and I can see the mountains and the ocean. Beautiful. And I live right in downtown Vancouver. Well, so for those of you who want to get away from uh, something flat and wheat or whatever, wherever you're living, <laughs> come mm -hmm. here, but have lots of money because you're going to need it. This is a very expensive city. <laughs> well, what my friends up in Vancouver, they call, uh, they say BC means bring cash. Um, but, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, but, but Vancouver is still a beautiful town. Um, I have many friends there and, uh, Colleen, um, where, are you close to Los Angeles or whereabouts are you uh, located? Or Sacramento. Oh, Sacramento. I see. What's downtown Sacramento like? What's the urban area like? Has it survived this? Maybe with state government's done better. I don't know. Uh, it's just homeless. Homeless really? up and down every street. Um, wow. wow. It's getting further and further spread out. Um mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. So crime is starting to, you know, go up. And just right. like what we know about all the cities that have been targeted. Right. Um, right. And Sacramento is a, a sex trafficking hub. So yeah, it has that too. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. 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 And then, of course, Folsom has the prison. Well, there's, you know, so, yeah. but I live near Folsom and you know, I, I'm not bothered by that at all. But anyway, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's it, it's depressing. Every, yeah, so I, yeah. I'm in a suburb and I'm OK with that. I like my little suburb, vanilla okay. little town. Yeah, <laughs> I need vanilla because the rest, of, you know, I need the rest of the the vanilla when we're doing all this other work and, and changing our bodies and purging and ascending. Well, for my listeners around the world, I'd love your comments on what's happening in your home areas. 
Uh, my email is out of this world 1150 at gmail.com. I think it'd be good to have a little show on it. They've done quite a number on, um, on middle America in, in this country. And I expect they've done the same thing two miles up in Canada as well, trying to destroy the middle class. Um, but, um, but I know we're going to get through it. And, um, uh, like as Adama has said, don't give up. Uh, we are getting, we are getting a lot of help and we will get through this. It's good for, it's, I think it's really good for people to have hope. Um, it's so easy in our line of work to focus. It can't, you, you can get off on a wrong track, I think sometimes and focus too much on the negatives. It's good to be aware of the negatives, but know this, there's a brighter future ahead of us for, for all of us. And um, I think we, we can't ignore the negatives. Mastery comes when you can look at the negative and, and still be neutral. Right. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, and so that's my goal mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. to be able to look at it all, but remain neutral so that I can raise vibrations. But if I get stuck into it, well, then I'm into right. the ugliness and then my vibration goes down and then I'm not helping anything. Like what you said earlier, they, they meaning the dark lives off the. Right. Well, I'm looking uh, at the fear. Right. I've, I've done time travel and I did, I did a session uh, earlier um, and I looked at the future Biden should be gone by October 1st and Trudeau should be gone miles by November 1st. Um, it might even be faster than that, but that's, that's about the, the current under current trends is what I'm seeing. Um, the Dutch government just fell, I think yesterday, um, yeah. after they tried to take away food for like, like Holland's incredible produces like two thirds of the food for Europe. And, um, but that government fell and they can, they can keep up with this nonsense only for so long. Um, eventually I do see high tech being nationalized, um, by a new government in the United States next, sometime next year, Congress will finally step in. And, um, and when they do that, I think it's going to be, um, a a good thing. Um, so for, for the people of the United States and the world as, as well, people don't like to be controlled. You know, we're not children. Uh, we know what we want. And I've uh, observed something major as a result of the lockdowns over the last three years and all of the rules and regulations mm-hmm. and the so-called emergency. Mm-hmm. So just dealing with the people, for example, in my building and people who are uh, in my immediate surroundings, everyone still thinks everything's an emergency, even small things. People have been conditioned to think everything is an emergency. Mm-hmm. And what that tells me is, okay, The opposite of an emergency is spontaneous, being spontaneous and using your imagination. Uh, Emergencies and lockdowns and, 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 and compliance is the opposite of tuning into your inner guidance and your inner self. That was what they were trying to prevent us from doing because once you tune into that, you tune into the truth. So I think the struggle mm-hmm. for many people right now is to remember that we can be spontaneous. We can use our imaginations. We don't have to follow rules. We don't have to think everything's an emergency like they tried to condition us to do. So that's the one thing that I've thought about and want to share with people. Break away from that compliance need that everything's desperate in an emergency. Use your mm-hmm. imaginations and be spontaneous because that's how you'll help the world evolve into a better place. 
Nostradamus just just came in and he wants me to share a couple of messages with you. Um, uh, he, he says that in the future, we won't have the big government that we have now. And because people will know how to act, they will find the inner God within all of them. Because if you look at it like a flock of geese, for example, or a herd of elk, they all know what to do, right? And they don't need uh, elk police or geese police to tell them how fast to fly or which when to turn <laughs> their left, their right turn signals on. Because everybody will know what to do and they will be connected in that realization, be connected to God within that realization. Communication will be telepathic, but we won't have the big government anymore. We will still have a government as such, but it'll be a lot smaller and it will regulate uh, our relationships with um, extraterrestrials because we will need help with that. But among ourselves, we won't have the police forces and the regulations we have today. That'll be a, that's a big change from uh, moving from the third into fourth and fifth uh, dimensions. So that's a good thing. And, um, and just remember that uh, all of this control, this control comes from another alien civilization, the reptilians who are based upon control hierarchy, they're very military in their in their in their structure in their decision making, but that's not humanity, and uh, we are starting to leave that behind as well. Um, and also, too, the the negatives feed off the lush, the the fighting, the disagreements. They love it when we have a war and all these people die, but that's changing too. So they're trying to hold on to an old paradigm that no longer serves humanity. And that's going by, that's dying basically and going by the wayside. And I want people to, to remember that. And that's why your work is so important to hold that light out for people. What you mentioned before, Miles, about seeing your light. The reptilians, I'm told, actually have technology. Well, they'll fly over an area and they can, they can find individuals who have bright white light. And then they target them and they try to kill them um, or get rid of them. Um, that's what they've done to me. But I have, I get, a, I have a lot of galactic protection, which I ask for every day in the morning and the evening. <laughs> so I'm well protected. Um, but, and people can avail themselves of that uh, protection as, as well. But I think, I think this is a pivotal time in human history. I've told that, um, the last, the, the basically they've got about two months left of negative energies left in the planet. And then um, this will lead to the toppling of the of current fake Biden regime with the fake Trudeau regime after that. And it'll be like one government after the other falling around the world. You'll see that happening. And people yeah. will rejoice because of that. Yes. So, well, tell me this. How can people support your work? How can people help Sheldon, for example, if he needs help? Uh, is there a website people can go to? Or could you tell me some links that, that they could they could go to, if you don't mind? Or you can write it in the chat box and I can tell people. Our, our uh, website call letters are www.pao, Planetary Activation Organization is, is where that comes from, paoweb.com. Okay. And, Great. And, and, and every month we do a live webinar and you will be on next month with us. Oh, We're happy you. to stay on the 23rd of, I'm sorry, the 27th of August. And tomorrow, we also have a live webinar with Cornelia Stefani, who uh, she'll be giving us some very interesting news. What she's talking about is Ascension is an inside job. So hmm. uh, you're welcome to go to our website. There's a link there uh, 
called uh, Galactic Activation Webinars, and you can find out how to, to join us tomorrow if you're interested. And obviously, we're going to have all kinds of information about you for next month. Oh, great. So that uh, we can uh, get a huge crowd to listen to your wonderful wisdom. Oh. Well, so I'll say you. it again, www.paoweb.com. Well, well, thank you. Thank you for saying that. That's great. That's great. Do you guys accept donations to help fund to help with your work? And... Yeah. Okay. And how, how do people, how do people do that? Um, where, where, I mean, if they wanted to donate to you today, for example, did they go to your website? Um, paoweb.com or what, what's the link for that? That's, that's right. There's a donation button there and a very important link to Colleen's Galactic Heart messages. And if you want to get on the list, there's a link for that. Plus, all of Sheldon's webinars are there as archives. And there's a button called You Are Becoming a Galactic Human, where we have free information about all of the things that Sheldon believed in as humanity's future. And a lot of that information you'll find is still relevant today. And uh, so it's almost like going to a, a galactic Wikipedia. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that's great. That's great. That's I hope I've covered that well, Colleen. Is there anything I've missed? No, good. Good job. Um, anyway, I'm just sending you a, a private message, Colleen, um, there. Um, you'll see it in the in the chat room. Um, anyway, yeah, I yeah, I'd like to talk to you off air after the show. So Oh, okay. Yeah. And um, actually, I, I, in my in in my contacts, I lost all my contacts, or well, oh. I, I lost some of them anyway. And um, anyway, so wouldn't mind doing that. That'd be great. Um, let's say you somebody ran across you on the street, Nate Miles, and they said, and Colleen, they said, um, "Oh, we saw you on Ted's show. Great interview. Thank you so much for your fantastic work." And then they say, "But I'm only one person. What can I do to help?" make the world a better place. What would you tell them, Miles? And first well, Miles I would Colleen. say that if you come to one of our live webinars, we're kind of joining hands as a group. It's a lot more power when a lot of people pool their energy together and walk that energy out into the universe. And Sheldon's always told us that the Galactic Federation is there to help us enhance our energy during webinars. He said they haven't forgotten us. They're there with us. So that's one way they can help. The second way is be active in your community. If you're a parent and you have children going to school and they're trying to impose the woke narrative on them, speak out. Go and uh, activate against that. Do what you can in a small way because if we all do things in small ways, it'll become a big way. Well, I agree with you, Miles. Good advice. And Colleen? That's the message I keep getting is to come together, even in even if it's two people, three people, four people. And, of course, more is even more fun. But to come together because that exponentially sends ripples out into the world and into the universe, actually. But um, we also just need to be more tolerant of each other 
because of what we've gone through in the last three years. And, you know, there was a lot of separation. And now I think we're starting to come together and accept each other for our differences as well as our um, similarities. Mm -hmm. And just to love and to dance Mm and and Mm -hmm. sing and go on nature walks, whatever makes you happy, do it daily. You know, so when I wake up and if I'm in a bad mood, I, I sing. Singing works for me. And before I know it, I'm upbeat again. So uh-huh. I think it's real important to be a friend by listening. I think too many of us aren't listening to each other. Just right. be present. Be present right. and actually listen to what they're saying. Not what am I going to say next? How am I going to tell them they're doing it wrong? <laughs> Just um, right. be, be a witness for their experience. I think that's really important right now. Mm-hmm. I agree with you totally. You know, I mean, uh, one thing I wanted to tell you, if you've ever heard um, spoken uh, Plydean, Plydean spoken by the Plydeans, it reminds me it's a little bit like Cherokee. It's 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 very kind of choppy, um, but it's also math- based upon music and mathematics. Yes. And when people end their sentences, it's always on an up note. Well, P and Cullen, you're our friends, right? Yes. Yeah, Lark Ma. It's always Lark Ma, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Miles, mm-hmm. Colleen, mm-hmm. Ted. <laughs> and Dara. That's my well, yeah. attention person. And it's always up. The, it is true, Syrian too, because mostly Sheldon was, you know, with the Syrians, besides the Galactic Federation, but his star system was the Syrian star system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So it's very interesting you say that about raising your vibrations. And of course, you know that um, back in 1950 um, in, in the United States, the, um, the, the standard for um, music was changed from 432 hertz, which is a natural frequency designed to bring people happiness to 440 hertz, which was used by Adolf Hitler and the Nazis to help push the German people into uh, World War II to keep them agitated. Um, and so if you play Beethoven's Fifth Symphony by 432, it's very calm and soothing and wonderful and beautiful music or Mozart, whatever classical you want. But if you put it at 440 hertz, which the Nazis did, it makes it jarring. It makes people agitated. Well, this government, um, the United States government, brought in 8,000 Nazis after World War II, and they became the CIA and into our space industry and high-tech industries. And they influenced us in a very negative way, causing us to change our music uh, patterns. So I urge people to check into that. And if you have a, p- a favorite piece of music, whatever whatever genre it is, try to get it in 432. There is a difference, and you'll feel it in your bones when when you do that. But music is a wonderful thing, and it can really, really help people. Um, and, Actually, uh, one of the reasons that John Lennon was murdered was because he discovered learned about that and he wanted to change it all back to 432 that was one of the reasons he was murdered oh really interesting yeah. i didn't know that wow okay all right all right Wait, wasn't he on nixon's hit list or something like that i heard about that well he was on a hit list <laughs> he was on a hit list yeah. He, he got hit. Of, yeah he got hit yeah right right exactly do you think he's still alive some people think so but i don't know oh, hold on let me ask well, everyone's still alive, just sometimes in a different dimension. Actually, let's see if he's still alive in the third dimension. Yes, on planet Earth. No, not in this dimension. He's alive in the fifth dimension. So, And we're going into the fifth, so you should right. be able to talk to him uh, eventually. 
Let me everyone. ask everyone. Yeah, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> really? We'll Every, be reunited everyone. with everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <never> existed. <laughs> um have you have you seen ships up in the sky, by the way? Yourself? Miles and Collins? Yeah. Okay. In my in my dreams. Okay. <laughs> quite frequently I've had some very uh, amazing dreams uh of uh galactic things happening. And I actually wrote about them and I can't remember them, but if I go and read my blog, I'll probably be able to share them <laughs> on another, at, an, at another time. But uh, I don't have many dreams like that anymore. Uh, for some reason, that all sort of stopped. And uh, But at one point, I, I had a series of amazing dreams. And I, I keep telling people this one dream that I do remember uh, about uh, being on the top of a mountain and um all these monsters were trying to chase me and i knew them i was familiar with them i knew how to deal with these monsters and then i looked at the other side of the mountain and i saw mist and i knew there was a cliff there and i had to choose do i stay with the monsters i know or do i take a chance well i said to heck with it and i ran off the cliff and jumped and i landed in paradise you did. Oh my God. What a, what, a, what an amazing dream. That's great. Well, I told this dream before, but, uh, I like, I like it a lot and I think it needs to be mm -hmm. said again. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. 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 Colleen, tell us about one of your spiritual experiences, if you don't mind. My spiritual or, or seeing a UFO? Or... Well, yeah, that's, that includes it. I include the UFOs okay, but... as part of it. Yeah. More of my spiritual experiences would be um, when Sheldon was writing the book, Your Galactic Neighbors, mm -hmm. which outlines 22 different galactic societies in the Milky Way galaxy. Mm -hmm. Well, our house became extremely um, high vibration and a portal because Sheldon was um, getting downloads and for all these different beings. So, at first he was doing the humans. And uh, so he came home and he would be, you know, a little knackered from, uh, you know, writing the book, but, but happy. Then one mm -hmm. day I came home and, and he's, you know, on the couch all <laughs> laid out and he goes, I can't hardly move. He goes, I had the, the reptilians today. And I said, Oh, I said, well, why don't you ask the Galactic Federation to come in and, you know, get, get you. <laughs> and he goes, yeah. So he called and, and they, he asked them to send some reinforcements. And so they assigned him to Supa, who is a Arcturian um, light body specialist. So she would be with him uh, to keep him more balanced, to receive some of the harsher, um, you know, uh, frequencies from some of these beings and um so then supa became a regular in our home mm -hmm. and so i would ask questions to sheldon and then he would give me the answers and then pretty soon with supa i could i didn't hear her hear her i heard her so i would get the telepathic message and i would say oh she just said da 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 and he'd go yeah and then I was a little ecstatic. Oh my gosh, I'm hearing them. Yay! <laughs> and um, she became assigned to me for many, many years. Mm -hmm. 
And when Sheldon went into the hospital and whatever, she kind of disappeared. And that was kind of sad for me. But um, that's she's okay. still that's here. My do, you want her, do you want her back? Yeah, she's still there. It's just, it's part of my journey then to develop that for myself. I see. Uh, in a stronger if, way. Plus, I was sidetracked because I took care of Sheldon for four years and tried to keep the business still going and everything. It wasn't that easy. Let me tell you, I look back on it and go, whoa, how did I even survive? But um, she became just the most wonderful person. So whenever I was down, she'd say, okay, uh, dance around the house. Let's let's dance and and let's just be fun. And she'd say, just forget all your troubles. They're still there tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And so that was her message to me. Mm-hmm. beautiful that's beautiful well she's still here and if you like she can come back and and help sheldon again i mean it's a free will planet i was uh, talking well, to she, ash she's not assigned to him anymore or to me anymore but she comes in every once in a while just to check in on me because we became friends and um so she's not so much assigned to sheldon he's got more of a syrian team right now yeah but yeah, we we can ask. She'll it. come. She'll come back if you make a make a request. Okay. Well, thank you. Yeah, she'll come well, back. I love you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thanks. Thanks so much. Well, um, I love your guys's work too. But if you if you do that, um, and she loves you too, she just said, and she'll come back and help help you and him as well. I mean, I get I get I get a lot of interference sometimes, and I ask for help all the time, and they're more than happy. Um, to help and they have saved my life on numerous occasions so well, that's what people said how come they didn't save Sheldon this time there was a lesson he needed to learn exactly and he's like everyone for, else well yeah and we have lessons up. too <laughs> right we all do and he signed up for it before he reincarnated in this lifetime believe me and you know so when I get those questions did they save him lots of other times yes they did yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. Lots of times. But right. um, this time, I, you know, so I had to be comfortable with that, too. This is something right. both of us agreed to before we ever came here mm-hmm. to experience this. Mm-hmm. And while you're in it, you don't always know why you're experiencing it. You know, right. you know the esoteric reason, but you don't really see it yet as what it really meant to you. So it's just starting to come in now about why that the last five years have happened to me right right well a lot of times things happen you don't know the reason why it happens at the in at at the present time but later it'll you know it'll it'll become um it'll become evident or or clear that's what i run into um anyway uh miles if you could share maybe some of your experiences i need to grab one thing and i'll be right back i want to show my listeners but go ahead and talk i'll be back in two minutes please go ahead miles well, um, we were talking earlier about music and uh, about uh, 1989, I went to a cultural congress and a number of people were there, I think 300 people, and there were 10 rooms of 30 people each. We had a roundabout circle for each room and everyone was asked to talk about why they were there. So I didn't say anything. I I had my soprano saxophone, which is something easily held higher than my lap. And I played music. I said, I'm here to play music. 
So when I got out of the room after they finished that session, fellow came up to me. His name was Howard. And he said, are you the fellow that played the saxophone? I said, yes. And he grabbed me and he said, let's go play music together. He said, you're resonating with me. So we did. And we started playing music, but we didn't say anything. Didn't tell me what key he was playing in. We just started playing. He's a classical musician, but he could improvise like a jazz musician. And magic happened. It was like, oh, I've never experienced anything like this. It was almost like a galactic moment musically for me. And when I thought about what um, Ted said about them changing music frequencies, I thought, oh, we're experiencing joyful music. This is the kind of music that was meant to be played. And uh, now Howard not only does healing music, but he also will do somebody's portrait instead of as a painter, he does sound portraits. So he'll sit in front of someone and he'll tune into their vibration and he'll play their music mm -hmm. and he'll call it a sound portrait. And it's like a healing form of music. So um, there are musicians in the world who do that sort of thing. And uh, I wanted to share that with you. How beautiful. That's great. I've run into other people in Finland and England do the same thing. Yeah, they, they do the same thing. Have you run into people like that, Colleen, yourself? Um, not the musical people. Okay. So much. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, being being in the position that I was to go out, around uh, with Sheldon, um, you know, I had some experiences like in Japan, um, the equivalent to a... a uh, not a guru. What do I want to say, call it? Like, um, uh, anyway, he was there like a master. He called himself master. And, um, you know, he, he looked at, there was all of us, there was a panel of us. There was like 12 people and he just kept zooming in on Sheldon and everybody else was getting a little ticked. And then, and he just said, you're the real deal. He just kept saying, you're the real deal. And it kind of made the other people feel like, the what, they're not the real deal? <laughs> but, you know, yeah. but we went around the world. Sheldon uh, was honored by many, many different original uh, aboriginals, the, um, uh, the different uh, tribes in Hawaii, the different Native American tribes as being the real deal. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I miss him. Well, the Galactics say that they can they can help him restore himself back to what he was before but they need his permission and he has to want to do it um was he getting kind of burned out before did he, did did you get that feeling by the way did, did you get a feeling like he needed to rest from the work for a while that's what jared brand says he's on sabbatical <laughs> he yeah, goes he's okay. on sabbatical when the technologies come out he'll make a big comeback showing how the technologies work so okay. that's one thing that we thought must be happening because he's hanging on mm -hmm. but he's not in good shape i see i see well he can be restored to that good well, shape we're waiting for that day when when yeah. it's right because i haven't felt yeah. like it's right yet but maybe it is yeah right that's what i'm seeing happening yeah that's great i like it yeah that's great i miss him i, I miss him as a messenger and i miss him as my partner uh-huh 
The one thing we miss in particular was that every week he did what he called an update. And he gave us a galactic perspective on the latest news of what was happening to humanity in the moment. And losing that to, to me was one of the great losses in my need for information. Like I kind of fed that fed me a kind of inspiration every month or week and and not having that it, it makes me very sad mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. do you do you follow um a lady named Susie ward who channels her son named matthew and it's called matthew speaks um they've been doing it now i think since 1994 every month they come out with a pronouncement from the spirits on the other side uh, on what's happening here uh, on this planet and it's always very positive and I really enjoy having, she's been on my show quite a bit. I always really enjoy having her on. And they talk about the Galactics as well, too. Are you, are, if you don't know the work, that's fine, but I, I can send oh, you Oh, I'm that. familiar with her work. I haven't yeah. followed it recently so much, but no, I'm very familiar with Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had her on, uh, I think, last month, and she said that the, that the negatives were on the run. And this is their last gasp in terms of trying to shut us down, which will fail. Um, but this is their final battle and then they'll be gone. And as, as, uh, data said on Star Trek, resistance is futile for them. Um, <laughs> because the time, <laughs> because we've won the battle and this is a war. Um, unfortunately, there are casualties that, that's been going on. But, um, and a lot of people have, have, um, um, have passed on from the shot program the last couple of years. Um, but um, as President Kennedy said to me a year and a half, two years ago, leave no neighbor behind. Try to bring as many people along as, as possible. That was always our mission. Mm-hmm. To me, it's, they all come. And mm-hmm. maybe that won't happen. If you're alive on planet Earth, you're going to make it. Right, right. Otherwise, you right. will have already passed along to your next journey. Well, one thing I want to thank, especially thank our Plydean uh, Admiral Halasaurus, who's in charge of the uh, 5.6 million drones now around the, and ships around the planet. He has, they, they and their crew have been here since November 2018 after um, um, the darker elements of the U.S. Air Force controlled by the reptilians used particle beam weapons in Paradise, California and Malibu, California to destroy many people they they killed 52,000 people in paradise mm-hmm. and another 30,000 in in Malibu um there was an uh, human alien civilization living i believe they were from from alpha centauri under an agreement with the US government to experience life here on earth and the reptilians didn't want them there they came out and wiped out the whole area mm-hmm. and then um the other reason i heard for the um for the uh for the attacks in in, in uh, Paradise, California, was that Diane Feinstein's husband, um, who is the senator, was and now is still the senator in California. Her husband wanted to develop the area into high speed rail and mine the gold, precious metals in, in the in the area. Uh, I don't know. I, I haven't followed up on that story, but it didn't work out for them. But um, you know, but um, but that they came in back in November 2018, and myself and many other light workers made a call out to the Galactics for help, and the Pleiadians responded. Um, most people, many people here on planet Earth are from the Pleiades. Myself, I'm, I am from the Pleiades, and you are too. And we all volunteered to come. Syria. 
I'm a Syrian star seed. A Syrian. Okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> but many of many of us here are from the Plains. Yes. And and we're here to help um, as much as we can. And uh, but we are we are winning. Like people, to, it's important for people to have hope for the future and not get too doomy and gloomy. Um, you know, you got to know about the dark. Um, the the often the the dark knows about the light, but the light doesn't know about the dark because we're sometimes we we can be naive and trusting, sometimes too trusting, um, with with politicians, um, sometimes with with negative entities. But uh, the tide is in our is in our. Things are changing, uh, and they're changing for the better. And I want people to to remember that, not to get uh, um, too too upset about things. The purpose of my program, and and I believe your work too, is to raise consciousness and make this world a better place. And things are happening in a good way for for all of us here. So, um, could you give out your website again, if you don't mind? It's www.paoweb.com. Okay. Well, that's simple. <laughs> that's simple. And then you're having a guest on, is it this Sunday? When is it? Tomorrow, or- tomorrow at 12 noon Pacific daylight time. Uh, Cornelia Stefani will be on and okay. we're focused on Ascension as an inside job. That's her little uh, spiel for this. And we're going to have some really exciting information about various aspects of uh getting fully conscious at some point. And one of the things we're going to talk about is head logic versus heart logic. That'll be one of the things. Creative light vibration. My life is my art. And my core value is freedom. Those are some of the things that we'll be discussing tomorrow. Nice, nice. I think in the benevolent galactic civilizations, our core va- their core value is freedom. And Actually, we're not controlled, we're not supposed to be controlled or enslaved. Um, it's amazing all the things that they're kind of coming up with. The 15-minute cities. Okay, you live in a cage, <laughs> right? We couldn't Digital. help but wonder about recently in the province of Quebec in Canada, simultaneously 18 forest fires all happened at the same time. Oh, that was and, just that was just one of those things. No yeah. such thing as coincidence. It just happens. I saw the video, all of them, <laughs> all at once. That was totally natural. To- totally natural. Yeah, I believe <laughs> no, it. Totally. I believe it. You know. <laughs> yeah, they're, well, they're really doing the climate change on people right now. And right yeah. now in Europe, they're spinning the fact that it's unprecedented heat. And if you look scientifically at previous years, it's exactly the same, but they're 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 ramping it up and repackaging it as desperate times. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. I was I I had forgotten about the Quebec um, fires. Did you know where that uh, how they got started? Where it came from? Well, I suspect it was from our favorite weapon, the new weapons, or or some kind of laser beam of sorts. Well. You know the old equation, two plus two equals four. So I'll give you, that's the two. I'll give you the other two so you can make plus four. Because a month before that, Miles and Colleen, um, there was a theft of, of a whole, several box cars of uh, uh, ammonium nitrate, which mm-hmm. can be used to create forest fires. And when you burn it, mm-hmm. it creates this yellow, yellowish cloud, right? 
Well, after the Quebec fires, a yellowish cloud was created all the way across southern Quebec, and the winds carried it to New York, places like New York City, Boston, Philadelphia, in that area of um, North America. So people put two plus two equals four. They put that together and said, gee whiz, I wonder if that was from the ammonia nitrate that was stolen off of, off of a uh, train owned by George Soros that was then transported over the border to Canada where they created all these fires. Do you think that could be the case? I don't know. But anyway, that's the message I got that that was all part of that. And it was uh, used to, 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 to do that. So anyway. Um, and then I had heard in Canada that uh, Trudeau has prevented a lot of provinces from addressing the fires. What, what's going on now? Is, this, is, is the whole country still burning up? Or? Oh, well, in recent uh, weeks, they passed a law in Parliament that uh, you will be fined and jailed if you say anything that's contrary to the government's official narrative that's actually uh, had third reading in the Senate and was passed and so now we have like uh, official censorship from the government here. Boy, that must make you feel really good. Well, uh, I'm just kidding, of course. Sorry. I feel wonderful because I know that, like you said, we're on the uh, the top of the mountain, and we're about to look down the other side where things are going to be better. We're we're just peeking over the the the, the hill to see. A better life for us. I, I'm sure of it. For the for the for the for the people for the people where you live in in where you live in Vancouver, Miles, has there been any discussion? Are people against it? Or are they just kind of let back and let it happen? What? Well, um, because our government won't in our provincial government won't allow um, any professional healers on any level to uh, become. Uh, certified unless they've been jabbed. That's the law. So oh, really, uh, unless they take a, a shot that'll kill them. That's right. So the so basically huh. the protests for that have been pretty pretty large, and a lot of the local doctors who are against the narrative are pulling their their energy together to speak out. But the problem is that the average person won't hear of it because the news doesn't say anything. So unless you're a person who goes to alternative news, you're not going to know about this or unless you're actually there at the protest site. So it's really a question of how many people are tuning into other news sources and will that have a bigger effect than before because things are becoming more desperate. No matter what the Nazis do in Canada, they can't stop the freedom movement. And that goes for the United States. They can't stop the freedom movement that's that's gripping the whole entire world right now. Today's show will reach 2.4 uh, billion people, or about 26 to 27 percent of the surface population. With another um, two point, I can't remember now. It's it's a lot. It's, um, two point two point one million off planet souls as well. So they can do whatever fascist measures they want, but it's not going to be effective. Um, it's like um, trying to stop the tide, the, 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 the evolutionary tide. The evolutionary tide is toward freedom, and they cannot stop us, you know. I mean, you've been censored. I've been censored. They've tried to kill me. Uh, they tried to kill Sheldon. Um, they tried to kill a lot of people. They killed John F. Kennedy, but he's still working behind the scenes for peace. I talk to him all the time. And uh, we are going to uh, win this battle. So um, 
I want to thank you both so much for coming on today. I can't wait to be on your show. And your website again is triple w dot. Um, let's see, uh, p a o web is that right? Um, p a o web dot com. And okay. if you've never seen our website and you know very little about Sheldon Nidal and and Colleen and and our other Beyond Sheldon's special guest. Uh, webinars you're in for like i said galactic wikipedia it's vast <laughs> so wonderful you'll spend literally weeks exploring and still not finish uh seeing everything and colleen mentioned a very very exciting book that sheldon wrote called your galactic neighbors you mm -hmm. want to find out the actual details and the true appearance and how people live from other planets uh, and other uh, solar systems. Have a read of your Galactic Neighbors. It's really a thrilling book. It's one of my favorite books that I've ever read. Okay, great. Well, I'll, um, I'll, I'll, I'd love a copy. I'll, I'll, I'll get a hold of you guys. How do you order it? Do you order it on Amazon or website or? You order it from us, and okay. uh, it's either a, a real book that you can, you can touch or you can have it as an ebook <laughs> okay okay great 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 well, if you guys... that to you okay great well i'm so happy you guys could come on today can't wait to be on your show i wanted to have uh this part of the program running a little late but i i wanted to give people um uh talk about um mount chasta and the recent uh trip there and the healings you're welcome to hang on stay on if you like because in 20 minutes I'm bringing on uh, Vicki Turnbull of Cosmic Awareness Organization in Olympia, Washington, and she's doing, doing the same kind of work you've been doing um, for, boy, decades, uh, 70s, 80s, 70s, something like that. But she's a wonderful lady. She um, wrote the, Her organization wrote a book. I think she wrote it uh, called Cosmic, uh, The Cosmic Laws of Cosmic Awareness, and it's the laws of gratitude, of love, of karma of chance of attraction cause and effect all, all kinds of interesting things and and you're welcome to stay on if you like if you've got time uh pass that as well should be on for the last hour as well or 45 minutes so anyway. i'm afraid that i'm gonna have to say goodbye because i on saturdays i help a friend of mine who's a jazz singer do her uh weekend jazz concerts so i'm cool. gonna say goodbye <laughs> But, Wonderful. Uh, thank you so much for having us, and we can hardly wait to have you uh, join us next month on our webinar on the 27th of August. Great. I'd, I'd love that. That'll be fun. And uh, I'll look you up, too, if you like. We have coffee or dinner, lunch, whatever. Uh, uh, I go up to Vancouver now that things are sort of back to normal. Um, I, where, where where do you hang your hat? Uh, like, where do you actually live in, in the world? <laughs> Um, well, sometimes I feel like I live in my car, but, um, <laughs> anyway, I, <laughs> yeah, I live, uh, south of Seattle. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. 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 But, uh, so you're yeah. actually very close to our webinar guest tomorrow who lives in Laconner, Washington. I know where Laconner is pretty little town. Yeah. Yeah. Well, very you're a Pacific Northwesterner, so, uh, we're almost That's neighbors. <laughs> That's right. You know, the land from Vancouver, Canada, all the way down to Mount Shasta was once part of Lemuria until about 12,500 years ago when the Atlanteans blew up much of the planet. 
and that part of that landmass drifted um, over to um, the area from Shasta north to Vancouver. And that's why there's so many spiritual healers and spiritual people in that area, um, including Sacramento um, uh, today, because of, of that energy. You still have that Lemurian energy there. And people go there and they don't even know why they're attracted, but they are attracted to that part of the of North America because of that spiritual energy. So, well, I'm going to say goodbye and uh, thank you so much. And uh, thanks, Miles. Great to meet you, well, my friend. As my wife would always say, to be continued. Yeah, right. <laughs> keep up your good work. And Colleen, you're welcome to stay on if you like. I'm going to be talking about. Unfortunately, Chester. I have a meeting at one o'clock myself, and I need to get ready. <laughs> All right. Okay, my friend. Well, I hope everyone can listen to their fantastic um, webinar tomorrow. Um, is it free? People just sign in and. Uh, actually, for us to pay our bills, that's the one way that we have to charge okay. a modest fee of $20. Okay. Uh, but there's so much free stuff on our website that uh, you won't feel too badly if you have to pay 20 bucks. It's the cost of a these days of a coffee and a muffin at Starbucks, I think. <laughs> or a glass of water at Starbucks, either way. Yeah. Um. <laughs> All right, my friends. Well, listen, I hope you have a beautiful day. And I thank you again so much for, for coming on my show. It's fantastic to have you here and urge people to join their seminar tomorrow. And I look forward to have seeing you on your show as well here uh, next month. All right. Bye-bye, everybody. All right, my friends. Much I love to both of you. I look forward to hearing back from you, Ted, later today. Yeah, I'll give, give you a call later. Um, okay. I have some messages to get you. Goodbye, right. Colleen. Bye. <laughs> Take bye care, bye. my friends. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> Take care, Colleen. Bye-bye. Bye. That was Colleen and Miles from uh, the Planetary Activation Organization, and I'm so glad that uh, they both could, could come on today. It was a real delight to interview them, and they've been doing this now for decades. Um, Sheldon Idle is a great person. He wrote some wonderful books and, um, I hope he can come back to uh, full capacity with doing his fantastic spiritual work again uh, very soon in the future. Next 15, 16 minutes, um, I'd like, I'll be talking about Shasta, my recent trip to Shasta, and what a fabulous place it is. It's in, it's, it's a portal to the hollow earth, um, and Telos, um, Telos is a, is a beautiful fifth dimensional city. Um, uh, the, the spiritual head of Telos is Adama, uh, a beautiful, uh, a beautiful soul. Been in contact with Adama quite a bit, and he's actually, uh, asked me to write a book, um, which I've been working on in, in how we might structure society here on, on the face of planet earth. Um, and, um, um, and, um, into a, a better place. We won't need the big government that we, we have today. And instead, I think what we'll be having, hold on here, let me help Colleen out here. Um, here we go. Let me see here. There we go. Okay, we won't have the big government that we have today. It'll be a much smaller government. Um, it, it, it will regulate relations between uh, us and um, benevolent extraterrestrials on other planets. Um, but um, as far as uh, having a, a big military style um, or police style government here 
on this planet, it just won't exist um, because people will have learned to learn what to love, to love, to love each other and learn to live with one another. And the, the nicest thing is going into the fifth dimension, which we're ascending now into the fifth dimension. Diseases on this planet should disappear because disease, if you look at the word itself, dis-ease, disease means dis-ease. And it means a stress um, in out of pa- balance and out of harmony with with life in general. The Hopi have a um, something called the, the the prophecy rock. And uh, on my new book, um, Journey to the Other Side, uh, which explains um, how to contact uh, spirits and angels on the other side, there's a picture of the Hopi Hopi rock. It's right there if you can see it. And this was a picture of me uh, when I was at Hopi Reservation a couple of years ago. Um, this is called the Hopi Prophecy Rock, and on the rock itself, there's two lines. There's one line that goes straight across the rock on the other side, and there's a second line that goes up in a up in an angle, 45 degree angle, zigzags, and then stops. Um, the the line at the bottom represents the kind of life and civilization we'll have on this planet if we continue to um, to live in peace and harmony and treat Mother Earth with respect without polluting her and destroying her. The second line, which goes up at a 45 degree angle, zigzags and stops, is what happens, is what will happen if we continue to um, mistreat Mother Earth and fight and have wars of conflict on this planet. We will end. Um, This civilization, I guarantee you, will end if we continue on our destructive path with with senseless uh, wars like in Ukraine, which nobody wants or world conflict, we will end as a civilization. Um, This is what happened to Atlantis 12,500 years ago. And in fact, many of the same souls who destroyed Atlantis 12,500 years ago are back again now. And they've been given a second chance by the Supreme Being, the creator of everything that there is. Um, uh, They've been given a second chance by the creator to learn from their mistakes and hopefully make better decisions. George Bush Sr. was a leader in Atlantis as well, 12,500 years ago. And as you know, he made some wrong choices. He advocated for what, what he called the New World Order, um, which, which would lead to the ultimate destruction of civilization on this planet. And uh, he passed away some years ago, and he's now in the, um, on an Earth-like planet on the other side of this solar system in the lower part of the third dimension. And this is a place where um, souls on this planet who made wrong choices, I shouldn't say wrong choices, it's a choice to continue with the old ways, will go to this new third dimensional planet on the other side of this solar system to work out their karma for one Mayan Katoon cycle. One Mayan Katoon cycle is 25,800 years. And every 25,800 years, there is a... Um, there is a uh, an ascension which which happens, and um, so for people who miss this ascension right now, uh, they will be given another chance, of course, to ascend twenty five thousand eight hundred years from now. That's a long time to me. It's a long time anyway, but that's why um, President Kennedy has told me repeatedly to leave no neighbor behind and try to take as many people as possible as 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 you can on this. Um, on, on this on this new on this on this new journey to a to create a beautiful new planet because it's waiting for us right now. Mother Earth waited many many years for humanity to ascend to take the to take the necessary um, 
steps to ascend. She got tired of waiting. And so by the time, by September 2016, she decided to go off on her own and started ascending. And um, she's been going up, up and away as well since that time. It's really up to each individual to ascend. Um, some people want to go to this beautiful new earth. Some people don't. Um, but I know it's, it is here and it is coming. Um, uh, if you're, and the other interesting thing that President Kennedy has, has told me repeatedly, if you want to change the world, look no farther than your family. In other words, um, if you've got a brother, sister, relative, parent, uh, child, whatever, um, even a close family friend, um, uh, try to, try to enlighten them, try to open up their eyes. Some people are young souls and they're not ready to ascend. They're not ready for the information. You have to respect their free will choice because this is a planet of free will and people, people are given the opportunities to make their own decisions regarding how they should act and what they should do and where they should go and what decisions they make about evolution um, and about personal life choices, about uh, who they want to um, be with or, or to evolve and what to believe in. So um, um, I don't think it's good though when, when, um, Big tech and governments and private big corporations try to manipulate people and brainwash them into a certain way of, of freedom, a certain way of thinking, because I think everyone has the right to think or believe what they want um, within reason. I don't believe in violence at all. I don't advocate violence at all. But um, like Mahatma Gandhi, um, Mahatma Gandhi is a wonderful man who was able to um, change the course of history in, in India and throughout the British in 1947 when he leaded a non, when he, he when he did his, his nonviolent um, peaceful protests. And that's what we need to do today to follow his advice and his lead. Um, um, I go to Shasta several times every year. Um, and it's a beautiful place. The water in the Shasta area is anti, you know, my Telosian friends tell me that the water itself is anti-carcinogenic. It's very, very high vibration, and um, it, um, um, it it uh, raises your vibration. It's also um, uh, anti-carcinogenic, they tell me, the Thelogians tell me. So when you're there and you drink that water, it's very, very good, and uh, I, I love drinking That's the water there at Shasta. At Shasta, we also got go into um, the hollow earth. Um, there are many entrances to the hollow earth at Shasta. Unfortunately, um, what's happened is that there's... Um, um, there's um, been a lot of negatives closing off the um, entrances to the um, to the uh, uh, to the hollow earth and and telos. Um, that's because the reptilians and the negatives have tried to get in to try to try to get into these areas in the hollow earth. Not only do the negatives um, uh, want to control the surface of the planet, they also have wanted to go into the interior of the planet and um, uh, take over that part of, of this world as well, which they're not going to be able to do. So if you do go to Shasta on your own, remember that many of the entrances have been closed off. You'll still have a good time, um, but um, they have been closed off for people's safety because uh, um, they don't want negatives uh, coming in. Um, uh, recently, I, I took um, a group of people to Shasta, and there were several people who got who had their hearing restored, who had their eyesight restored, who had healing for lots of other things happen as well. And um, it was, um, and they had a beautiful, a beautiful time. Um, if you'd like to go, uh, just send me an email to out of this world, 1150 at gmail.com. Be happy to uh, send you the details. Um, no negative uh, entities are allowed on the trip. If you do have um, 
negative uh, intentions, you will not be allowed on the trip. But only people with good intentions and positive high vibrations are allowed on the trip. And I hope you can come. For more information, just send me an email to outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com, and I'd be happy to send you some more information. Um, the, um, um, the, we are creating a, um, a, a beautiful new world, and um, we're right in the middle of it uh, right now. I also want to mention that I do know where these attacks have come from in the past. Um, and I just like to say that I've, I have a, um, uh, many of them have come from Simon Parks and his friends and various three letter agencies. I have uh, a dossier that I've compiled of, of, of the dirt on Simon Parks and it's been sent to over 150 different light workers around the world. Should something happen to me, that information would be immediately released to um, the alternative press and as we're released to the public and it would be very highly uh, embarrassing to um, uh, Mr. Parks and the three letter agencies which he serves. So um, anyway I wanted to um, tell people that because I know the negatives probably are listening today but um, um, we are creating a beautiful new world um, right now and uh, as John uh, Lennon has said um, we will all live as as one. I hope you will all join me in, in creating this uh, be beautiful new world. Um, I wanted to um, also share with you, this is a, a copy of my book, Journey to the Other Side, Talking to Angels and Other Benevolent Beings. It's a complete book on, on how to talk to your guardian angels, how to talk to angels, and connect with the other side. Um, it represents nearly 30 years of work I've done in, in, uh, in, in, in psychic communication, and um, my foster mother was a great lady named Terry who helped me uh, talk to the other side. It was quite normal for her and um, my family to talk to angels and uh, benevolent extraterrestrials. I've actually been in contact with the Pleiadians since 1976. And it's basically a how-to book on how to contact them as well. If you'd like a copy, just please send me an email to outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com. Or you can write out of this world radio at protonmail.com. We've got a couple minutes now, and I wanted to tell people as well. Uh, my next guest is a wonderful lady named Vicki. Um, she's with a group called Cosmic Awareness Organization. Uh, they're located in Olympia, Washington, and she's been doing light work in raising consciousness uh, for this planet since, I think, 1976 or 78. It's been that long. She's been doing her work, and um, she's a, a wonderful lady. And um, I think you'll really enjoy uh, listening to her. Uh, one of the books that her organization came out with was, is called The Cosmic Laws of Cosmic Awareness. And there's so much in this book. It's available for free on her website, um, cosmicawareness.org. Um, um, and um, there's so much in this book. And I thought it'd be fun to talk with her about that, about these different laws. Um, if you look at... Uh, if you go on the web, you can you can look at the the link actually is in my Facebook post. You can look it up there. They talk about the the, the law of love, um, the law of mercy, the law of gratitude, the law of one, the law of karma, of patience, of respect, of tolerance, of unity, of honesty, um, of peace and justice, of of vibration, of security, divine manifestation. Um, all of these laws are just amazing, and uh, there's so many exa examples of it. I know one thing that as we um, as we uh, ascend into the higher dimensions, we will we will um, be able to um, um, divinely uh, manifest practically in anything we want. So I think it's important for all of us to um, 
to, uh, it's important for all of us to, um, think good thoughts, um, because you, you are what you, you are what you think. And as you become, as, as we all shift into the fifth dimension, um, you can, you'll be able to blindly manifest practically anything you want. So you have to be responsible with your thoughts. Um, and, uh, thoughts are things in the, in the fifth dimension. It's, um, thoughts are things also in the third dimension, but, be, but because of the buffer of time, it takes longer for things to, to manifest and become reality in the third dimension. But in the fifth dimension, they manifest very quickly. How many times have you thought about, uh, doing something or something good at happening for you in a certain way? And then it suddenly manifests out of nowhere. That's what I call the power of positive thinking. Of, of the power of manifesting things in the in the fifth dimension and people will be able to do that on a regular basis as we shift into the fifth dimension many of us now are in the fourth dimension i myself regularly go into the fourth fifth sixth seventh eighth and ninth dimensions currently um when i came here to planet earth 52,000 years ago i originally started in the 10th dimension as as what my angels tell me i was a baby angel um then when i when I started my journey to come down to planet earth, which is where I've been for the last 52,000 years. And this is my last lifetime before I ascend and go back to my Plutian family. So, um, um, out of this world radio is a nonprofit listener supported show. And your, your uh, support is really appreciated. If you'd like to support us, you can go to my BBS website or to my uh, regular website at www.outofthisworld1150.com. And uh, your support is um, uh, really appreciated. There's a little little PayPal uh, button there. The um, the unseen um, does exist. Um, the spiritual world uh, is a huge place with many, many di- uh, different angels. Um, and as we ascend into these higher dimensions, we'll be seeing more and more of that. Um, Vicki from the Cosmic Awareness Organization should be joining us in just a minute. Let me make sure that... Um, she can connect okay. I sent her the 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 um, um, the, uh, the links to get on, and uh, let's see if she's written me um, here. Let's see here. Anyway, um, she has an interesting story about how she started on her spiritual journey. She was offered a scholarship to go to university at the University of Washington, but she turned it down to do her light work she was told by angels she would be needed she'd be needed to start um, help prepare people for a new age and the ascension to create a beautiful new planet so she followed her heart and that's what she's been doing for the past 50 odd 50 60 years and um it's a great group she has uh, i joined her group back in the 70s um where where i used to, uh, where I, I grew up in olympia washington so she was in the same town and um, she's got an old organization now, and it's thanks to her work and light, the wonderful work done by Colleen and Miles and, and Sheldon Neidl with the uh, PAO, the Planetary Activation Organization, that's prepared all of humanity now for the ascension, which we are now going through. L- many people have wake, woken up. Some people are just in the process of waking up now. And for first-time listeners, I want to welcome you to the show. The purpose of the show is to make this world a better and happier place and I just want to let you know that that the future is a beautiful, bright future for all of us. And it's just waiting for us to join, um, join Mother Earth in, in creating it. Um, she herself got tired of, of waiting for humanity. So she started to ascend back in 2016. And um, uh, so uh, great. Thanks so much, um, 
Don, let's um, let's bring her on. That would be um, that would be great. Okay, Vicky, are you there? I'm here. Okay, great. Uh, Don, how's her volume? Uh, my volume's low. Can you can you hear me? Okay. I can hear you fine. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Um, yeah, I was going to say, you can yell at me if you want, if you need to raise your volume. So, <laughs> I've used anyway, that line myself. I'm sorry, what, Vicki? I've used that line myself. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, Vicki, tell us, tell my listeners a little bit about your group and, and, um, how did you, I know you've got a, a really wonderful story about how you started your group. Tell us a little bit about your life and how you ended up doing the light work that you do today. Well, I um, had a voice speak to me when I was um, in fifth grade telling me you were here to help people. And my response was, help people? I don't even like people. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) You said that? Oh, my goodness. Okay. I, I did, and it took a long time before... I actually started liking people, and so it's working out nicely now. Uh, When I was in high school, I would be getting, as I was falling asleep at night, I'd be getting like these messages that were fascinating lectures about all sorts of interesting subjects, and I wanted to be able to save them. Uh Once I went to sleep, they were gone. Oh, really? Oh, my goodness. So I set up a tape recorder under my bed, and that was the last of the messages. Oh, really? When you started recording, then they stopped, huh? Yeah, when I tried when I tried to capture them, that was done. But what I did recognize was the, the general basic concept of the material when I ran across uh, the first awareness group and and my soon would be husband someday was that I recognized the concept. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones I was getting. So I graduated high school in 68 and um, moved here to Olympia in 69. And at about that point, we started research and work that developed into the organization Cosmic Awareness Communications which was officially recognized by the state of Washington in 1972. Mm -hmm. And we've been operating nonstop ever since. Our primary function is a monthly newsletter at this point. In the 70s, we were doing two newsletters a month, but things Mm -hmm. have slowed down enough. Oh, now background noise. Um, I'm in my new happy place, which is outdoors. Is is that uh, background going to be a problem? No, not a bit. No, go right ahead. As long as we can hear your voice, that's all we need. No problem. Great. So, uh, yeah, the work that Cosmic Awareness has been doing has been trying to lessen the sorrow and suffering in the world by helping people become aware of who, in fact, they really are. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. The other part that we became aware of as like a subplot was the information that came out about the Illuminati 
and the plans for Earth that were not in anybody's best, best interest except for an elite few. I, I'm sorry to interrupt you there, um, uh, uh, Vicki, but uh, I'm getting some psychic attacks um, around me. And uh, I'd like for everyone to please send lots of love and light uh, to me in this station um, as, as and um, around the surrounding area, if you could, please, right now. Um, they don't apparently the negatives don't want us to talk about love and light and good things. Um, so anyway, and also to Vicki as well. OK, wonderful. Well, please continue, Vicki. Uh, so last time I was on your show, I mentioned the first Illuminati reading that I thought, oh, this is like so distasteful. I hope I never have to see this again. And as it turns out, basically the whole world has been living through it ever since. So I couldn't ignore it. Right. But right. I dug out the original uh, material and we put it out in their newsletter last month. Oh, And wonderful. I have a... I have a condensed or yeah, condensed version with just talking about that subject that I will send to anybody if they're in the US a self addressed stamp envelope, I'll just mail it out. Um, we also have it available as a PDF file at cosmicawareness.org. Okay. Okay. Um, okay, great. Great. Write the webmaster, if they write the webmaster at cosmicawareness.org we can send it out as a PDF file as well. Okay, great. That's wonderful. Thank you, Vicki, for offering that. That's great. That's great. So you were told about all this weird stuff happening, all this bad stuff happening many decades ago. Interesting. Did, did they yeah. give you a, t a time frame uh, for, for, the, for what was going to go on? Or It seemed like the time frame originally was to have occurred before now. Hmm. Mm -hmm. um, so the sense was that the the various uh, light energies and whatnot were uh, dissipating and de delaying the completion of their plan. I see. Yeah. Well, I uh, you know I've um, I talked to Nostradamus about this before, and originally they had planned to have World War Three start. Uh, in Bosnia Herzegovina in 1993, when Clinton ordered troops in, and military aid um, to that area, and it would eventually spread first to Western Europe, then to the United States and Canada, with many American cities uh, reduced to rubble by nuclear bombs by the year 2005. Now, that timeline has definitely changed for the better, and we've also ex increased, um, accelerated our ascension. In spite of all, you know, the shot program and all this BS about... Um, um, C-O-V-I-D. Um, and um, so things have not gone well for the negatives. They've tried, but it hasn't gone. It, it's not as nasty as they wanted it to be, <laughs> in other words. Yeah, I think the, the rate at which uh, consciousness was raised is, was a surprise and not something they could figure in. Right. 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 Well, you know, Years ago, if you'd asked me when I was in high school whether I'd be doing this kind of work today, I wouldn't have had any idea. But, you know, life takes some interesting twists and turns, uh, you know, certainly. And um, um, I kind of I go uh, with the flow. But the bottom line, Colleen uh, or, or uh, Vicky, is that things are getting better for humanity and uh, people are waking up. Um, have, you, have you found a lot of 
people that you know waking up as well? Um, on a personal level, I've just sort of been laying low. I've been practicing being a hermit this year. So mm-hmm. the only mm-hmm. people in my life are, are people that are already conducive to being around. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. not a huge change in, in that group. But did you see um, The Sound of Freedom? You know, I, I did not. I was I was going to watch it, and then something came up, and I could not, unfortunately. Could you talk about it, maybe? That would be great. Yeah, we saw it a couple weeks ago, and there the complaint about it is it doesn't show the whole story and all the bad players and everything. But the positive in on it is that it's uh, shining the light on this whole um children for sex and mm-hmm, right. other kind of exploitation um, system, which is a billion-dollar business trafficking wow. business. And there's so much, so much that uh, people, well, if you get a sense of it, it's sort of like me, the first Illuminati. This is really distasteful. I don't want to look there. Right. And this this movie has put the focus on this general subject, and I right. think it's very valuable in that. And you can't do it all in one bite. Right, right. So I, well, if if it's playing anywhere, um, any any listeners can can see, I would I would recommend they see it. Yeah, and it's a grassroots showing, isn't it? It's only in select movie theaters across the country. It's not on mass media. Um, it's basically by word of mouth, but millions of people, I understand, have, have actually seen the film. Yes. Yeah, it was the number one film of the last two weeks. Uh, the only thing that knocked it out was the new Tom Cruise uh, movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Indiana Jones, it did better than that, and um uh, forgot what else was going on. But mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. it's at when the theater we went to was very warm, mm-hmm. and we had been told that their theater management had been encouraged to leave the air conditioning off in theaters, mm-hmm. so people that actually try to see the movie would be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. If you called the theater ahead of time to see if you could get tickets, you were told it was sold out, but in mm-hmm. fact it was not. So they're still fighting this, trying to keep the release as small as possible. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Um, on the local level, you see um, how children are groomed for sex in the public schools, uh, especially like Washington State, where pedophilia and um, sex education as young as, as kids as, as young as six and seven, eight years old are uh, socialized uh, to accept uh, pedophilia as normal. And um, if if I had children, I would not have them attend public schools in Washington State just because it's so bad nowadays. You'd want to do it a private school. And I think that's true for many public schools across the country. They they groom kids for uh, for the sex trade, uh, for pedophilia. Um, and but a lot of people are protesting against it. A lot of parents are very upset about that agenda. Um, and um, you look at. Um, uh, at the government in the United States, Hunter Biden, his laptop it's called the, the laptop from hell, full of, of pictures of with uh, Hunter Biden with underage girls uh, doing all kinds of things. Um, and it was completely covered up 
by the media a couple of years ago. Um, so the public wouldn't know about it and wouldn't affect the elections. Um, but um, people are waking up and I'm glad the movie is making its rounds and people are, are watching it. Yes, me too. I want to go see it again next Tuesday because the, the, the son that I was trying to talk into going to finally agreed to go. So I'm going again. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, that's great. That's great, Vicki. You know, um, you wrote you wrote a book. It's a couple of years old now called The, the uh, Cosmic Laws. Let's see here. Cosmic Laws of Cosmic Awareness. And I've got a um, I've got got the uh, I've got the information here in front of me. And I thought the book was really excellent. It talks about um, universal law, the law of love, the law of mercy, gratitude, love, karma, patience, respect, awareness, unity, honesty, um, peace, justice, vibration, divine manifestation. I mean, I can go on and on. And there's so many different things we could talk about today. But um, uh, it's basically the universal laws of cosmic awareness. And it's the same things I think other great um, spiritual masters have talked about, including, of course, Jesus, Buddha, Krishna, Muhammad, many others. And um, I'd like to talk a little bit about that today. Um, Tell me, how did that book come about, by the way? Well, these laws were... uh, I was, was going back through the old my notes for when things different things came out, and the laws came out piecemeal. I would we would have uh, like in 1985, there were six different issues where one or two laws were given. In the okay. course of when we do the sessions, whatever the subject was, uh, would bring up this law or that law. And so it, mm-hmm. it sort of came organically out of the information we were already focused on. Mm-hmm. And we didn't set out to just put all the laws out until we had enough that we were going, oh, well, this is enough for a book with. Oh, okay. Squirrel is yelling at me. I'm going to go. I'm walking. Okay. That's <laughs> fine. Say hi to the squirrel for me. <laughs> oh yes, he's a he's a native brownie, so okay. he has yeah. access to the bird feed, bird feeders, and so he doesn't like anyone being in his area. I see. So okay, quieter in here. Good. Okay. Great. In the in the preface to the book, it says. Um, Judge not, be humble, never do anything contrary to the law of love, and never do anything contrary to the law of mercy. Um, And the universal law is defined as the knowledge, the awareness that all living things, that all life has uh, within it, that vitality, that strength to gather from itself all things necessary for growth. growth. Um, And then it goes through the the various laws. Which of the ones um, struck you uh, as being the most important one, one of the most important ones? Well, um just an aside, I made a I made a song, I recorded a song from uh, the precepts that you just read. Oh, okay. And that's that's actually that's recorded and it's on the website as well. Uh, one of the members put it into final form, so that's uh, I'm pleased with that one. Um, well, love, love is always the first one in my in my priority list. Mm-hmm. Uh, Law of gratitude you can always count on. Okay, let me, if you don't mind, uh, Vicki, let me let me read the law of love. Uh, on page 17, um, 
uh, it states the law of love is the law that places welfare, concern, and feeling for others above self. The law of love is that close affinity with all forces that you associate with as being good. The law of love is the force that denies a place for evil in the world. And uh, love offers a path of least resistance by cherishing, cherishing, nurturing, and protecting um, the, the beloved. Um, and, um, uh, res- uh, and it says to expose um, evil. And um, um, uh, uh, Albert, my friend Albert Einstein said that love is the most powerful and important force in the universe, as did Professor uh, or Dr. Masuro Moto as well, um, and that he found that love is the most important force in the universe. So many, many great spirits have said that as well. But I thought that was really good. You mentioned that. And of course, it's the first law, first law mentioned in your book as well. Yeah, that's the starting point. Mm-hmm. And um, and then the second law that you've written about in the book is called the law of mercy, which allows one to forgive all error, um, to be merciful, is akin to the law of love, and, and um, that there can be no error in the world to forgive, I guess, and forgive and forget. Mm-hmm. Have you had that kind of experience in your own life? Well, I've had many opportunities to... Uh try to express it. Uh-huh. Um, I know it, it, holding any kind of resentment is like taking poison and hoping the other person gets sick. As a concept, it's, it's definitely a dead-end street. So the law of mercy is the best for all aspects all the way around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the third, the third um, law that you mentioned here is called the law of gratitude. Um, and I think that's a very important um, uh, concept for people. Uh, Dr. Emoto, before he passed away in 2014, said that um, uh, the crystals made by the words law and gratitude, love and gratitude were, some, were the most beautiful crystals he's ever seen. So that love and gratitude were definitely two of the most important forces in his life. And it's also in your book as well. So I thought that was great for people to, to realize. Yes, what we would start with our sessions every every session that we did with the various interpreters. We opened with a law of love and we closed with a law of gratitude. Lovely, that's great. That's great. That's great. Um, this is followed in the book by the law of one, what which all cell, souls are cells of the body of this of this law of one. And uh, I think that's really beautiful because I think we are all one. And as President Kennedy told me a couple of years ago, once we realize that we all have the spark of God or the supreme being within a, within all of us, there will be true world peace and we'll stop fighting each other. And the turmoil and problems on this planet will no longer exist. Yes. Uh, another uh, portion of that awareness we talk about when you look in any every human face and you see every other face. Uh, Oh, isn't that a beautiful saying? When you look at a human face, you see every other face. Okay. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We're all we're all cells in in the body of awareness, and that changes perspective for a lot of people. I think if you give it a chance to sink mm-hmm. in. Uh huh. Beautiful. Wow. Wow. Here's one. Now this is an interesting topic because we're moving into the fifth dimension, but it says the law of karma. 
um, where entities arrange within themselves to make just payment for any action committed that affects the welfare of oneself or another. It's irrevocable and, um, and, it, and it, it, brings, it brings the people back uh, who stray from the law of unity um, back through divine justice of the universe. Let's talk about that for a moment um, because um, I've been told that as we shift into the fifth dimension, we will not, um, there will be no more karma. Have you heard that as well? Um, I can't say that I have, but it, it, I've also understood that the, the karma is like the uh, grade school version. So maybe when we, we get out of the lower grade, the next version of it is not considered karma, but it accomplishes the same balance. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. Balance for people. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I still, I still think as people move into the fifth dimension, they'll still have to be careful of their, of their actions of, of other people. And the karma will apply, in some respect, but perhaps not as fully as it as it does now. Um, uh, there's some people you know, speak of karma in, in terms of uh, like a, a regulation. Uh, and the, the next version of that is just simple inclination. And it's it's because you want to do it, not because something bad will happen if you don't. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. That that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, there's lots of different laws here, but one that's, that really reaches out to me is called the law of unity, which recognizes no separateness um, between people and others. Um and I think that's that's um, it's all basically um, a manifestation of the supreme being that we have God within within all of us. That seems like it's very profound uh, uh, co- uh, law of cosmic awareness. What more can you add? <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> that's true, Vicky. <laughs> you can't add, add more than that. Um, I think that, um, and the law, the next law is the law of honesty, um, that people see things as they are without an attempt to alter what you've seen. Um, and that's, um, certainly something that, uh, big tech has, has tried to do, alter, 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 alter our viewpoint of, of reality and, and, um, is, and, 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 uh, not follow the law of honesty. It's always good to be honest. I like that law that, that they included in the book. How did, did, when when the book was written, did they talk about the law of honesty? Do you remember what, what they talked about with that? I'm not even sure what year that one came out. There, um, mm-hmm. It has about four different interpreters. Each have uh, their contribution toward the total. Mm-hmm. And um, so just a broad brush. My broad brush memory is the most specific with the first one because that's I don't know, my gray matter, you know, kept material better. I don't know. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Um, here's another interesting concept in the book. It says the law of the vacuum. The law of the vacuum states that all material forces of the universe abhor a vacuum, and they rush to fill each whole opening void blank page um, with, with, with something. Um, and I've seen that. Um, uh, with with people and with different things, 
Um, have you seen it in your own life about the law of the vacuum? Yes, I, I um, the the process itself. I don't really have words for that. Um, mm-hmm. But I've seen where the manifestation comes and. Yeah, words are not working for me on that one. That's okay. That's all right. I mean, people understand that, I think. It's pretty pretty clear. Um, the law of co-creation, and I think that's important, especially with respect to our spiritual future here on this planet, that we are all co-creators on this planet. We all create the future. It's not just one person or one entity um, or one soul. It's It's all of us working together, co-creating a beautiful new planet that's the message i get from from that in in the book right all of our energies go into the the mass so whichever direction the most focus is happening the the sooner we get to the outcome we want Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i think also too um that um we're all responsible for creating a beautiful new planet not just one person all of us working together. It's a group effort, not just an individual um, effort. Yeah, we can't let George do it. Can't let George do it? <laughs> yeah, right. Right, right. Um, I want to tell you, I think I think um, the concepts in your book, uh, Cosmic Awareness, um, the laws of cosmic awareness are extremely important. And I urge everyone to go to web- their website um, could you give the website and the link for it? Because um, I think a lot of these concepts are so important for people. Right. Our, our website is www.cosmicawareness.org. Mm-hmm. And if you want the uh, PDF of the uh, 1976 piece, that would go to the webmaster at cosmicawareness.org. Okay. Great. Great, great. Um, there's another there's another law here in the book I want to share with people called the law of peace that comes from in and um, and it 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 was related to the concept of surrender and um, uh, and, and and you write the book writes the law of peace is that inner peace nourishes external harmony so. Um, and I know this this fits in with Mahatma Gandhi, who's here right now, who said once that um, uh, be the peace that you wish to see in the world. In other words, create the kind of world within you that you wish to see ex- within you that you wish to see externally. And I think that this is where this is a very another very important law of spiritual growth. Yes, a, a daily or, or common um situation where that's demonstrated now is if you know anybody uh, have a family member that has dementia or alzheimer's mm-hmm. if if when you're communicating with them if you are at peace they're comfortable but if if you're got stress and, and feeling uh jittery and stuff they pick it up and they reflect it right back to you immediately mm-hmm. right they get upset and it's so for a pleasant experience all the way around, it's important to start from the inside out. Right. It comes back once again to um, being watching your thoughts, trying to think as positive as possible, 
um, and knowing that thoughts are things in the higher dimensions. And as we shift into the, into the higher dimensions, um, you have to be careful of your thoughts and think only good things because they do manifest themselves. I'm getting some interesting pictures of little, like, um, uh, flies zipping back and forth, I don't know, as opposed to Tinkerbell. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Right, right. I know. I know. When I go aboard the Pleiadian, uh, my Pleiadian mothership, you have to be. It's it's good to have good thoughts and also be in a good mood, because the ship itself is run by thought. And it, if you if you're in a bad mood or have negative thoughts, you can destroy. You can dist- uh, cause harm to the ship, and to other people as well. So that's one of the things that they require you. When you go on board Pleiadian ships, you have to think good thoughts. Not a bad assignment anyway, so yeah, that's that's right. That's right. Um the law of justice, which I thought was fascinating. Um, it's um Laura Nader, um uh, Ralph Nader's sister, I studied her on, at Berkeley when I was there many years ago. And she said that um it's like the law of karma is almost in everyone's DNA. Um that every um action has or no, sorry. The law of justice is almost in, is is in everyone's DNA. That everyone has has basically uh, a DNA, a concept of DNA of of justice within their uh, DNA. I'd love your comments on that. So that's a sense of rightness and wrongness as you go to do anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People have a sense. You have you have a feeling mm-hmm. about even if you're thinking about going in a certain direction. Right. Right. So as intrinsic, I, I think one of the things is, is that people uh, need to listen more to to what their that sense of of uh, consciousness is because it's within them. But I think they've shut it off so much, just going for outer input, that they've lost touch with that and they don't know how to pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. And the, the thing is, is that most educational um, uh, s- systems in the United States and other countries don't teach any of this, do they? You just sort of have to le- learn it on your own. Yes. Here's one I, I really like called the law of vibration. Um, basically, it's kind of like birds of a feather flock together. So that if you're low vibration, you attract you attract low vibration. If you're high vibration, you attract high vibration. And um, and then the, 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 within that law, it talks about magnetism, um, which decreases the vibra- uh, uh which talks about where, where in, when entities radiate good, um, those energies increase to higher frequencies and bring back good. Um, but if you're if you send out energies, negative energies for selfish purposes. Those energies bring back lower vibrational forces, so it's always it always is good to have a high vibration. Yes, years ago when um, Abaton um, was he had done automatic writing. Yeah. Uh, when he was younger, and so he was telling me about automatic writing, and so I uh, took tried my hand at it and had a couple of uh, lines that. I'm still waiting for the rest of the story. The the line was, one day, Agnes, we'll buy that old bus. Hmm. But um, mm-hmm. when, when he when he checked in um, and 
asked how I was doing, I'd say, well, I'm not getting a whole lot of activity here. He sat down, and his hand just started just going like crazy. And uh, mm -hmm. this entity was uh, communicating to him through the automatic writing. And we okay. asked, mm -hmm. how come you didn't talk to Vicky? How come you were just talking to me? And, and uh, it said, uh, I can't contact her. Her vibration's too high. <laughs> oh, really? Wow. <laughs> yeah, that was sort of a fun one. Okay. Oh, well, well, well. Well, um, people wonder sometimes um, why they have bad things going on in their lives. And I think it's good to look around, see your, see your friends and people you associate with. Because if you're with lower vibrational people, you'll attract lower vibrational ent um, entities and things happening to you. But if you're with high vibrational people, you'll increase your vibration and attract higher vibration. And people, um, people uh, resonate with that. Like I said, birds of a feather um, flock together. Um, exactly. Um, do, are there any plans to do um, like a, a follow-up to the books? I think the book's great, um, by the way. Um, but have you talked about that? Are there additional things that, that, that you may be doing in the future on that? It's one of those projects that would be good to do. I think there are some, still some uh, laws floating around that have not all been incorporated into the book. Mm -hmm. uh, I know uh, Michelle is, as our current interpreter, uh, got like five uh, additional laws since that was put together, and there's probably more. So it's it's one of those uh, wish list projects. So oh, we'll see how soon it gets done. Fantastic, fantastic. Well, I want to finish the, just going over these laws and then talk about, do you, do you have a list of those five additional laws that she's come up with? Uh, not in front of me. I can get Okay, that's all right. I put you on the spot. I <laughs> didn't mean to. I have a document and I'll get to you. Okay, that's fine. That'd be great. I'd love to see it. Um, then there's the law of divine manifestation. Um, that um, whatever is needed for one's growth and for fruition will be supplied by the universe. Um, and uh, um, and I thought that was interesting. And, and I've noticed that as we, as the vibrations get higher and higher on this planet, uh, Vicki, it gets easier and easier to divinely manifest practically anything you want in a good way. And, and manifestation is supposed to be continuing to get faster and faster. Oh, uh, interesting. Mm -hmm. People were people didn't realize, you know, the cause and effect, the manifestation of of what they had been thinking or or uh, doing, and because on Earth you got like the time lag of for anywhere from a few hours to maybe up to months, they didn't put them together. But the oh. closer you get to the higher vibrations, the closer we're getting to instant. Then you can put it together because even the mm -hmm. you know slower thinkers should go, oh, I just did that and now I, this has happened. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, as we get as we keep shifting into the higher dimensions, thoughts become things, and so it's very it's important to think only good things and to think about the kind of world you want to create in a good way. This is this was the crux, I think, of Dr. Masuromoto's work 
with the Emoto, with the, uh, with his office in Tokyo, um, that, uh, manifestation was a big part of that. And, uh, so I'm, I'm so grateful that you put this, uh, into, into the book as well. Have you, uh, um, experienced divine manifestation in your own, in your own, um, own life? Well, I've had a few miracles. I don't know if you put it, how you, you know, put a description on it. Okay. Okay. Um, well, let's talk about your miracles. <laughs> well, um, I was uh, on on a ship, and uh, it was parked part here at the, in the in the harbor here in in Olympia, mm-hmm. and um, Avaton had was on the deck below. And I looked over and I was going, oh, well, I'll, you know, I'll go down to where he is. So I was stepping off the layer I was, uh, floor I was on mm-hmm. to go down staircase mm-hmm. to his, to the floor he was on. Well, I suddenly felt like a warm breeze. It just stopped me, turned me around. And got my hands on the hand railing because it wasn't a staircase; it was a ladder. Hmm. Interesting. So okay. That was um, that would have been a twenty-five, thirty-foot fall onto metal. So that was um, maybe my guardian angel, but whatever. Yeah. Um, that was a manifestation that saved saved me. Oh my God! Because if it wasn't there, you would have fallen and, and hurt yourself. Yeah, I was walking off forward, like I was going to go downstairs. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I was looking over at him instead of uh, where I was going, mm-hmm. and it, I needed to be going the other direction, facing the other direction, in order to go down the vertical ladder. Mm-hmm. Wow! Wow! Great! Great! I think we all have angels around us at any one time, Vicky. And um, if we call upon their help, they, they will help, help us. But again, this is a free will planet, so you always have to ask for help. Yeah, yeah, great. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, another law in the book, and I'm kind of skipping over a couple of these, is the law of free will. I think that's very important. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, one of the, one of the um, uh, discussions I had with the Galactic Alliance a couple of years ago was the the law of free will and this planet. And I said, how can people have free will when they're brainwashed and when they're not given all the information, when the media is controlled and they don't have all the information in front of them to make the right choices? Um, Mm -hmm. That's a place that only has partial free will. So I don't think, um, I think things are getting better as more and more truth comes out on this planet because truth is part of the fifth dimension where people will be able to communicate telepathically and see nothing but truth. Um, I know from talking to other psychics and the Galacticus as well that um, truth will become more and more self-evident as as time progresses now as we shift into the fifth dimension. And things that are false um, in likewise fashion will be shown to be false and then fall by the wayside. Um, but you can't have true – I don't think you can have true, true free will without full information to make a complete decision. That's just my own personal belief. And um, – because I wanted the Galactics to step in some years ago when the SHOT program came out. And they said, well, this is a planet of free will, and it's up to people to learn their karmic lessons, whether that or not they participate in the SHOT program with all the restrictions and, and everything else. 
And I said to him, well, I said, I don't think a lot of people have full free will on this planet. But anyway, that's just, just my, my opinion. Maybe the karmic lesson is uh, don't give your, your power to authorities. Well, maybe that's true. That's true. In my previous, previous life, I grew up in Nazi Germany. I was born in 1929 in Heidelberg, uh, Germany, and I became a member of Hitler Youth. I didn't commit um, any atrocities, but I sure saw a lot of things go on. And um, after uh, my uh, Jewish girlfriend and her family were slaughtered by the Nazis um, in a concentration camp in 1942-43, um, I became quite disillusioned with the Nazi regime and ended up ended up getting executed in Berlin in 1944. Um, and then I reincarnated in this life, uh, not trusting authority, questioning everything. And so for me, those karmic lessons were learned the hard way in my last life in Nazi Germany. So it's no wonder now I don't trust government completely in a lot of companies. I just don't. Absolutely. So. You know, yeah, I, I always I always had a problem with authority, especially when I was told, oh, you should feel this way about something. As soon as I heard that, it was like red flag in front of the bull. I'm going, you can't tell me how I should feel about anything. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, I mean, that, that that was a gut level reaction. There was just no way I was going to buy that. Right, right, right. There's another law in in your in in this book here that I thought was fascinating called the law of tenfold return. Now I've heard I heard about this from my foster mother when she was teaching me about spiritual things. That, for example, um, every day I, I I always try to put a cone of white light around me, and then I put a series of mirrors around me um, in in the etheric astral plane, facing outward. So if anybody or anything sends um, negative things at me. It gets returned to them by a factor of 10. Um, mm-hmm. Now, according to my own cosmic sources, um, that 10, it can be a 10-fold return or it can be a 20-fold or even a 50-fold return to the other side. So if someone tries to, um, let's say they try to kill you, and that happened recently when I was at Shasta um, from Simon Parks, um, that would go back to the entity who did that from 10 times to 20 times to even 50 times, depending upon the severity of the intent. Have you run into that yourself in your own, um, in your own life? Uh, I used, I used a similar protection, uh, affirmation regularly. Uh, mm-hmm. we do the, uh, the white light around, uh, yourself and, and that, and, and the person that you, uh, want to be sure that, that their energy doesn't reach you. And the light reflects from the, the bubble of light around the person back to them. Mm-hmm. And if it, if energy gets as far as, as your bubble, then your bubble also reflects it. So we've, okay. we've used that, uh, for years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I think these concepts are helpful for people because they understand spiritual laws. I get this request. Many times, myself, Vicky, for people, they want guidance and they like guidance. And I talk about sometimes about cosmic law and they ask, well, what is cosmic law? And so your book, um, this book, available on your website, is the best example I've ever found for explaining cosmic laws. I know it's not complete, but it's pretty good. And it, it does give people a, um, 
an overview of um, of different cosmic laws. One of the ones toward the back of the book calls, talks about the law of freedom. I'd love for you to talk a little bit about that, if you don't mind. That would be good, except I don't particularly um, recall what it is. Okay, I can read it to you, no problem. Is The law of freedom is the movement that gives um, people the, the space to expand and grow and their ability to function. Uh, freedom is not a final state of being, but an ever-expanding action of giving each other space to create the space for others. Um, freedom may be helped or hindered by laws, definitions, principles, descriptions, etc. Um, um, and um, uh, no one, no one is free until each is free, and all are freeing each other. And I thought that was interesting. So, if one person is is not free, no one is free. Right. Yeah, I think I, I, President okay. Kennedy is here, and he says that's the cr- uh, crux of many of the issues in today's America, where we're all battling for freedom, basically. Um, the freedom of speech, freedom of expression, uh, freedom to think what we want, um, not in a violent way. I don't advocate violence, but of course, in a good way, as Mahatma Gandhi did, um, the freedom to protest the freedom to speak your mind, the freedom, the right for freedom of speech under the First Amendment. Um, and those those are important freedoms I think everyone um, should have. I think you should mention freedom of speech because one thing I wanted to be sure, I just heard about just before uh, I called in, mm-hmm. was a uh, July 28th and 29th forum called unitedforfreespeech.com. Okay. And there are a bunch of uh, speakers, everything from health to uh, whistleblowers to pretty much anyone who's been clamped down as far as being able to speak freely. They're going to uh, be speaking. Uh, I was following uh, Sarah Westfall. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was her site that had the information. So people might want to check that out. Okay. What's it called? UnitedForFreeSpeech.com. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. UnitedForFreeSpeech.com, July 28th and 29th. Okay. Is for a number or is it F-O-R? F-O-R. F-O-R. UnitedForFreeSpeech.com. Okay. Great. Great. It's wonderful. Do you remember a couple of years ago? When um, uh, Democratic Governor Inslee in Washington State, uh, as part of his health department website, told uh, asked people to um, to anybody uh, spreading falsehoods about the shot program or about uh, COVID uh, to be reported to them for prosecution. Do you remember that a couple of years ago? I remember that very well. I was so used to ignoring him by then. I don't think I if I paid any attention at the time. I didn't bother keeping it in my memory. Okay. Well, I don't know if it's still on the website, but um, I remember that happening where they tried to restrict freedom of speech. Um, and and uh, I, I, had, um, I had a guest on um, earlier during the show, Vicki, who talked about a new law in Canada that just went on, just went into effect on July 1st where the government can take down websites and um, restrict um, any any information they deem to be false. They deem to be false about anything. So it's it's an unfortunate event up in Canada. I hope people stand up against it. It's, um, but um, anyway, 
it's gotten it's not that bad um here in the United States but um I know that uh, um people are fighting for their rights and I hope the freedom of speech continues in this in this great country. Yeah, we're not that far behind Canada it would seem. Yeah. Yeah. I had um the um moment it's not exactly freedom of speech exactly, but we had the Secret Service come to our door. Oh, really? And it's, huh. it's just like in the movies. They they flash their 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 badge, and it was uh, early on a Saturday morning, and uh, Avaton and I were night people, so we got to bed like 2 or 3, and this is like 7 or 8 in the morning. Oh, boy. And here's this flash, uh, badge being flashed at us, and he was there with a sheriff because the sheriff local, uh, what do you call it? Anyway, they had to have a local person, police person with them. And we said, could we wake up and have some breakfast and some coffee and then talk? Um, it was, they, it, we, they came to talk to us because, uh, in one of the issues we put out, awareness saw a possible threat to the Pope when he traveled in the U.S. Hmm. Somehow that was brought to their attention. And so they had a bunch of questions for us. So it uh-huh. wasn't exactly freedom of speech, but it was a movie mo- moment. It was just like in the movies. It's anyway, yeah. So. <laughs> My goodness, Vicki. Well, what happened? Did they let you get some coffee and wake up and get some breakfast? Or they... Yes. Yeah, we were able to do that, and at that point, we had we had concerns about the, the government confiscating our entire mailing list and stuff. So we were also doing a few phone calls and, and whatnot while we were uh, waking up. Mm-hmm. Um, but their only their only interest uh, in that visit was uh, that particular topic. Mm. And it's I think it's good now that we're smaller, so we're not as much on the radar as we were then. Sure, right. How long ago was that, if you don't mind me asking? I'm thinking that must have been around around 1980. Okay. I was trying, yeah. to, I was trying to find it, uh, something, uh, a record that was, you know, nailed down the date. But mm-hmm. it was around 1980. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't that long after the trip to Hawaii where uh, we had put information out, the the Illuminati information out, and had the um, cat come to the door of the condo. And I've never heard a scary cat screeching yowl in my life before or since. And it, uh, the next morning, there were deep scores in the door itself. Oh, really? And I... Huh. I asked later, I said, what would have happened if we'd opened the door? And I said, well, the, the cat had been possessed by like a demon, and it would have tried to kill you. Oh, great. Well, the last um, thing in the world you'd want is a mad cat at you. Who knows what would have happened? They, without any extra extra energy, they're bad enough. <laughs> <laughs> I like kitties and dogs. They're all great, but... <laughs> Yeah, I've, I have two. I have three here at the property, so. Oh, how funny! Everybody, everybody knows I'm a cat person. 
great. That's great, Vicki. Well, we got a couple minutes left, and I wanted to, could you please share your website for people to get more information about your fantastic work? Okay. We could, um, one could email me at info at cosmicawareness.org. Okay. And the website is www.cosmicawareness.org. Okay. Great. And I have a, a inquiry piece that uh, gives an overview of our work over the last 52 years. Mm-hmm. So if um, if someone wanted to do that by the email, I can get back to them with a, the, the issue. Okay. Great. Great. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, it's such an inspiration uh, to talk to you, Vicki. You've been doing this work for decades. And um, um, like all of us um, working uh, light workers, we've been preparing for this moment for the Ascension for many, many years. And I want to thank you on behalf of all my listeners for coming on today. Um, we've got a couple minutes left. And um, if someone came up to you on the street and said, I'm just one person, how can I make the world a better place? What would you tell them? Raising your own vibration and making efforts to reach out as you can to bring harmony as far and far, far and wide. This, this, the problems are not going to be solved from the level that the problems are presented to us. We have to go to a higher level to mm-hmm. make a change. Right. Okay. Okay. I think that's certainly true with a lot of world conflicts nowadays. Uh, we have to go to a higher level and not um, meet them on the same level of violence and disharmony. And I, I agree with you totally. And so does uh, President Kennedy. Well, I think we have a view. Yeah, I think we have a beautiful, bright future ahead of us, uh, Vicki. And I wanted to thank you so much for helping to create that beautiful future for, for all of us. I'm here to help people. Oh, that's good. Your website again is www.cosmicawareness.org. And your email, if you'd like to write Vicki a note and get some of her materials, is info at cosmicawareness.org. You've been around for 50 plus years, something like that. And um, I'm sorry, how many? 52. 52 years, yeah, doing this work tirelessly. And um, um, I love it that you've helped, set, you and many other light workers have helped to set, set the stage, uh, set the stage for, um, for ascension and, and light work. And I want to let you know that you've gotten, you've got, you've gotten a lot of, um, a lot of support out there. I'm getting a lot of emails in now. Um, and I'm referring them all to write you for, to support your work. And I want to thank you so much for, for making this planet a, a much better and and happier place. Well, thank you so much. You too. All right, my friend. Whoops, we got 60s. Okay, thanks, Don. I want to thank everyone so much for, for listening today. Out of This World Radio is a nonprofit listener-supported show. If you'd like to go support us, please go to my BBS website or to www.outofthisworld1150.com. On behalf of all my listeners around the world, thank you so much for your fantastic support. And I hope everyone has a beautiful and happy day. Thank you again, Vicki, so much for coming on. Bye-bye, everyone. And thank you, Don and Doug, for your fantastic help. Much love to you all. Bye-bye.